so I'm working. I ain't even tell you this, but um, I got some buddies of mine in Cleveland that's working on the intro for us. Okay. So uh, it, it's pretty much going to be a rap intro. It's going to sound hard. I haven't heard anything yet, but I think it's going to sound dope. Okay. So hopefully this is our last intro coming in like this. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in dry yeah, with no we, lube. We're we working on some production <laughs> things. We need a video. We need some fancy stuff. But we're yeah. working on it, man. Yeah. We man. had to. Uh, we used to do dope figgy mixes, but we done got shut down by the law, man. You, yeah. The law, the YouTube cops, the Spotify cops, they the want to shut us police. down. They don't want to see us shine. <laughs> yeah. So we got to have like original made music that we got to pay niggas for <laughs> yeah. to fucking. Uh, Bringing our podcast, man. We working on it, though. Yeah, so uh, that'd be coming soon. Once I get the song, then we can probably figure out what... Uh, I might have to bring you up here for the video. Okay, you gotta, we'll see. You got you to gotta oh, get in rapper mode. Man. <laughs> like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be all stiff. <laughs> man, I, I, we'll see. We'll see. I, I can't imagine it not being, like, corny as shit, dog. That's really? my only problem. Like, us doing our own little podcast. I, like, I'd rather it be, like, a, a collection of clips of interviews and stuff we've done. Yeah. But, like, if we got to do, like, a slow motion walk towards the camera, like, dog, that shit going to look so corny, man. <laughs> it's going to be hard. You got to do the, you got, you got to do the old Drake. If, when man, he used to rap like I, this. I don't know if I could do it, dog. That's used to rap so like that. Yeah. <laughs> got, I don't know, man. Make sure you bring, like, a stack of money so you can just yeah. kind of just oh, man. <laughs> sit on the Yeah, we got to bring some girls car. up here, too, man. Have them all looking good in the you video. Got, you got the girls. So yeah, I'll let you man. do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dog. We'll see. We should have went to Mardi Gras and just shot the video there. Fuck it. Too yeah. late now. But. Yeah, pulled a little baby and just shot a video in the yep. middle yeah. of Yeah, hey, uh, next next time March. there's a Black Lives Matter protest, we could go out and shoot a video, man. <laughs> look, look like we're about to cause like I know. That. Like, all right, cut. All right, peace. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. But yes, we are back at it, back live in full effect. Another exciting edition of the Ginger Juice podcast on deck. A lot to break down, a lot to talk about. Some new music actually came out for once, you know? Imagine that. Album's actually released in 2023. About damn time. Right? <laughs> so we're going to break that down. A lot of topics, a little trending things, little things in the sports world we're going to get into now. Since we're also low key a sports podcast now, because fuck yeah. this is it's just hey yeah this is what y'all want to see apparently because our views be going up. I know talk about sports. We, and shit, we get so more views it. when we talk about sports, right? I think your niece is the only person that's complained about it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody else seems cool with it. So we gonna talk some more about sports and all that stuff. Uh, but first off, man, quick wellness check. How you been, Figgy? Man, I've been pretty good, man. Um, it's that time of the year now, man. It's rodeo season. Oh, yeah. Um, wh what's the day y'all always call it? Texan Day? Happy Texan Day? <laughs> the first Go day. Texan Day, I Go think. Go Texan something Day. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've been seeing a lot of the little kids with the uh, with the little cowboy hat and the in the cowboy boots and all that shit. So Yeah, that's so cute. They can yeah. dress up in that uncomfortable-ass shit. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever dress up like that? Did you ever have a cowboy hat? I think so. Dogs, like the the boots are the worst to me. Cowboy boots are fucking uncomfortable, man. <laughs> like I'll never wear that shit again, dog. I don't know how people walk around that shit I'm, all day in them cowboy I, boots. Man. I gotta tell you what they've been telling me. 
you gotta you gotta pay a good pair. You gotta pay a good price for a pair of good boots. Yeah, for you gonna wear it once a year, maybe <laughs> if that, then never again. You gotta get a good you, pair. You of gotta get a good boots, pair. Man. You get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> like anybody could tell the difference <laughs> when you yeah. out there. Like it's a pair of J's. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know you ain't you ain't walking around with Calvin Air boots with the right, uh, Texan right. symbol on it. <laughs> Like so. You can tell the difference between, like, Team Jordans and fucking real Jordan 4s. Nobody yes. knows the difference between some fucking bootleg $12 cowboy boots and, like, $200 cowboy boots, man. Yeah. So y'all got to chill with that <laughs> cowboy boot elitism. Sick of yeah. that shit. What's funny to me is, like, it, it's mainly the fellas, though. The fellas who pay all this money on cowboy boots mm-hmm. just to wear a big-ass pair of jeans over it. Yeah. Where you, jump, you only see the tip <laughs> of, the, of the cowboy boot. Like, yeah. no, nah, I'm going to show these hoes off if I paid that much money for them. Dog, I'm sorry. That shit just mad uncomfortable, man. <laughs> I, but the one thing I like, I like the big belt buckles. Really? The big belts okay. are dope. Yeah, that that last, that's like some real Texas shit, dog. The big belt buckles are cool, but the cowboy boots are fucking uncomfortable. I don't like wearing cowboy hats either or nothing like that, but <laughs> it is what it is. You got to get yeah. in the, the spirit once a year, I guess, at least. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. This was the first year ever since I've been down here, since I thought about, like, damn, maybe I can dress up one time next year. Mm-hmm. Just for this day next year, just go all out, get the boots, get the pants, get the yeah, get, man. Get you got to do it once, at least once. Yeah, I can't do it. That was like a. I thought about that for like a five percent chance, man. I just can't yeah. do it, man. That's I don't know, man. I I can rock a lot of shit. I I just feel like I can't pull off the cowboy shit, man. I'll say you'll get a lot of love from your Houston friends, but if you put that shit on Facebook, everybody from Cleveland gonna clown you, man. Yes. I'll say everybody's yes. gonna clown you when they see you in the pictures, dog. Yes, and, and truth be told, man. People clown me when I said, hey, it's rodeo season. It's time for the road." <laughs> what the fuck are you doing at the rodeo? Because from my point of view, when you say rodeo, you thinking like, oh, what you riding a bull? That, yeah. That's the only thing they think about when you say rodeo. But um, they don't think about the concerts or the um, mm-hmm. or the actual carnival and the food and all that stuff. When you say rodeo, you think it, um, tying a bull up and riding some horses and all that shit. So I get clowned for that. <laughs> I had to tell people people from Cleveland that's trying to come down. I'm like, you got to go to the rodeo. They're like, well, I want to go to the rodeo for it. <laughs> and I had to explain to them, like, nah, like, listen, trust, trust me on this one. This is something totally different, man. This is a big Well, it technically carnival. is a rodeo. But it they're is. just more than they think it is. Yeah, but you know, when I first went, well. yeah, when I when I first went, I didn't even actually go to the rodeo to see like the show show, like not the music mm-hmm. show, but the actual rodeo. I just went to the carnival and then I got there a little late and went to the show. So I, you know, it wasn't like I was sitting there engaged with the the uh, you know, the horse riding and all that shit. So have you ever seen that part? I did. I did. Okay. I've actually seen that part, yeah. So I think the following year or two, a couple years later, I seen it last year too. So um, so at that point I was like, okay, you know, this is this is cool. I, I think the whole experience is cool. I think you at least got to see it one time. Definitely. Like, it sounds whack until you're there, man. That's yeah. the thing. Like, who wants to see horse ride? Like, you think of all the stereotypes from the South, I guess, if you're up from up North. But yeah. you actually see niggas riding a bull, you yeah. know, falling off and it's all crazy and chaotic. 
Yeah. It's actually fire, man. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, like I wouldn't tell people don't go see it. Mm-hmm. I, but at least you got to see it once. I probably yeah. wouldn't see it again. I, I probably wouldn't see it this year. I'd probably try to spend more time in the carnival and then go in for the mm-hmm. concert. But I think you got to at least go to see all of it at, at least one point. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's not many occasions where you can like really get into the Southern spirit in Houston. You know, it's very, this is not like the stereotypical Texas that people think it is, yeah. you know, very diverse, very more modern, but the reality is like the one time a year you can actually you can just dress get up into the culture, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, so you gotta do it at least once. Yeah. I agree with that. So, uh, to my people up in Cleveland, if you never went to the rodeo, just come on down and, and try it out, man. I think it's worth it. Yeah. 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 I want to, y'all, y'all want to move to Houston anyway. Yeah. The, the new rule is you can't move to Houston and not go to the rodeo at least once. Okay. It's <laughs> in our bylaws, actually. Okay. You yeah. get kicked out if you don't go to the rodeo at least once. Yeah. Shoot. Honestly, they don't need to try to move back down. They don't need to move down. Here's in <laughs> Did you see that little yeah, article man. that was talking about uh, the dirtiest city list? And Houston was number one. They they, they always I'm put like, that who list is, out just to fuck yeah, with people. Yeah, and honestly, I was you know I don't really pay attention to that shit, but I was looking at the people that was like trying to defend it. Like, no, see, dog, this is no. I went to Houston before, and the downtown is. Dirt. I'm like, dog, no, like, look, man. To me, New York will always be number one, man. With all them damn rats, <laughs> they got man. Like, what's the source for this, man? I ain't, I ain't no journalist, but... What is that? Yeah, exactly. Because, look, don't Flint still got, like, dirty water? Yes. Didn't a city in Ohio just get, like, nuked by some toxic materials? Yeah. L.A. still got skipped. They got a whole neighborhood of nothing but homeless people, man, yes. in L.A. I heard San Francisco literally got shit <laughs> on the yeah, streets. Yeah, in the streets everywhere, dog. Like, what? what is the ranking based on that Houston's the yeah. dirtiest? Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, man. Yeah, but people was in the comments trying to take it as the gospel. I'm just like, come on, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> no, they, they just make that shit to, like, rile people up, man. They know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> that is what it is. We need to make a damn list of the best podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and put us on top, of course. Yeah. Or at least number two. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Not make it super obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put us number two in like fucking drink chance number one. Yeah. We're above Joe Budden and all yeah. them. <laughs> put, put Joe Budden like number nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, as far as me, I got to say, man, I did make a purchase this week. Uh-oh. I got the, uh, I got the PlayStation VR two. Okay. This week, man. Did that just drop? Because yeah, I see- it came out on okay. Wednesday. Okay. I see somebody else, uh, uh, pretty much tweeted out. They got one. Yeah. Okay. It came out Wednesday. I pre-ordered it and everything. Okay. Um, it's very expensive, man. It's as much as the fucking PS five. Really? Yes. It's very expensive. Damn. But I wanted to try just because it looks super legit, and I never tried any of this VR shit. I know they got, like, several VR headsets. I know it's gone a long way. I ain't done nothing VR since, like, the Virtual Boy back in the day, <laughs> man. And I know they have – they've done a whole lot of uh, uh, new technology in VR. They got, like, the Quest and all that stuff from Facebook and stuff. So I wanted to yeah. try it out just because, you know, it looked legit and dope. 
And man, when I tell you this shit is the fucking future, oh shit, I mean it, man. Like <laughs> the graphics are fucking crazy, man. Like you are legit in the game. Damn, you are legit up there. It came with a game called Horizon. Oh yeah, and I know that game. You get that game and dog, you in the shit, man. You looking around these giant fucking robots are going around the headset rumbling. Your hands are rumbling. It's like what the fuck, Nick Dog. I play Resident Evil. Oh shit, Village. Yes. Damn, that's dog. a scary ass game too. When I tell you, I don't get scared by nothing no more, really, because <laughs> I, I when I even when I play a scary game, I'm like, okay, I'm sitting in my living room with a fucking controller in my hand. Yeah, it's just not gonna kill me. Yeah, dog. They put you in the shit, man. They put you in the fucking game, dog. You walking around and there's like, it's like being in a legit scary ass movie, man. Because number one, I'm scared of being like a. It's like a, it's not like the old Resident Evil. Yeah. It's more like you know the scary rednecks. Yeah, <laughs> that are also monsters. Scary white people. So that's already my fear as a black man being trapped in like redneck racist country <laughs> alone and then uh, you're walking along and there's like all these dead animals strung up you right in them you see them damn nigga you there ain't no button to pull out your gun you gotta actually pull the shit out oh shit reload yeah. it with your fucking hands <laughs> oh no that man shit that's crazy and shoot now it seemed pretty easy but when you got a nigga chasing you and you gotta do all this shit just to shoot him <laughs> nigga Man. This shit is, is the future, man. I'm telling you, this shit is the future of gaming. Man, like I, I'm gonna have to buy this now, man. Man, I it's expensive, man. That's the thing. It's fucking expensive. Like man. I would if you were interested, I would I would wait until probably Christmas. I feel like they're probably gonna drop the price a little bit. Really? Okay. And by then there'll be more games out. So mm. right now it's not too much. I, they that got VR modes. Like, I play Gran Turismo. That game is fucking crazy. Like, you in the car, dog. And the car looks exactly like the real car does. Damn. So you feel like you rich. I'm in the fucking Bugatti. And you can see the display and everything. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm rich now, man. Damn. So, I'm looking it's at this, legit. Damn, this shit is more than a damn game. Nigga, <laughs> it, when I got, it was 650 with the game. Shit, man. Which I'm is look- more than the PS5 by like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm looking at it now on Amazon. It's $5.99. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. It's it's fucking pricey, man. But it's also like the best VR headset on the market now. But yeah. honestly, I would wait until it drops a little bit. I think they probably gonna drop it, man, because it's it's too expensive right now. Mm-hmm. But and and some more games will come out. But I'm telling you, man, this is like I haven't felt like this. I haven't been impressed by technology since like the Dreamcast, man. <laughs> I remember when the Dreamcast came out and I saw NFL 2K and Sonic, and I was like, this shit looks like real. This is look, look incredible, man. Damn. And I ain't been impressed with nothing ever since then, really. Damn. But this is the first time in like 10, 20 years that I've been <laughs> truly impressed by some video game shit, man. I'm like, damn. this shit is the future. And this is what we're going to be playing in the future, dog. We're going to be in this shit. It's not just you sitting yeah. at home on a TV screen watching it. Yeah, damn. So uh, when you played this game, would you like standing up or sitting down? Yeah, I was standing up. You, you okay. can you can sit down, but it's weird because, like, you got to look gotta, around to move. Yeah. So 
you got to move around in your chair and shit. I sat, you can sit down on Gran Turismo, of course, because you're sitting down in the car anyway. Yeah. But with Resident Evil, and I'll say this too, it can make you motion sick mm. because you're moving around and you're like moving your head in the game, but you're also trying not to crash into your own furniture and shit. So you're <laughs> fucking, you got to watch out. Yeah. But, uh, dog. Man. So sometimes you might need to take a break sometime just to like reorient yourself because you'll fucking be all around your your uh, living room and shit, man. But it's legit, dog. It is man. seriously the future, man. Like I didn't think it was gonna look this good because I remember when you saw like remember that, that like that meta shit came out from Facebook and it looked yeah. all cartoony and stupid. The metaverse, yeah, yeah, the metaverse shit. And I'm like, nigga, this shit ain't gonna blow. <laughs> But this shit looks like you in the fucking game, man. So, (laughs) junk, junk. Hey, man, if you got money to blow, do it. But I don't know, dog. It's it's fucking expensive. (laughs) Junk said, chill, you gonna make me spend my Christmas bonus too fast. (laughs) Yeah, man. I Honestly, I would wait till the price drops a little bit, if you can. Because more games will be out, and it'll probably be less expensive. It's fucking expensive now, man. But if you got money to blow, and you bored... You want like Madden in this shit might actually give you real CTE if you play <laughs> if you play it in VR, man. It's fucking crazy, dog. I couldn't believe Damn. how incredible it looked. Damn. So Damn, I want man, I'm over here looking at the damn um videos, man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I was nervous about it because I pre-ordered it, but I was like, what if it's whack? But the reviews were all good. They were saying it's really good. And then when I play Resident Evil and Gran Turismo and Horizon, I'm like, okay, this shit, this is the future, man. Damn. This is the future, dog. Like, this is how we're going to be experiencing the world in the future, man. We're going to be in VR shit, dog. <laughs> so it's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, but like I said, some people get motion sick when doing this. So you might want to, like, if you can ever find a place to test it out or try it, try that shit first. Because, like, some people get really sick playing VR games. And even me, I was like... It's connected to the PS5, so I'm like turning around. I gotta make sure I'm not gonna trip over the cord when I turn and shit. Oh uh, damn! But damn, it's, it's not wild, wireless. Man. No, it's not wireless. It's, okay. it's got, to, and I think that's what makes it so powerful because you hook it up to the PS5. Yeah, but it's not wireless. Okay, so you gotta watch out. And like when you first put it on, it maps out your whole play area, so uh, okay. it'll let you know if you're about to like run to something or move out the area that you mapped out. Mm. But yeah, it's. It's incredible, man. It's really the future of the gaming shit, I think. So Damn, okay. Okay. Damn. I'm a, you sold me on this. I'm a, <laughs> it's gonna be a long way to Christmas. When you play but, Resident Evil, that shit gonna blow your mind, man. Trust man. me. That shit is gonna blow your mind, man. Hey, real talk. I'll be scared playing Resident Evil regular, man. Dog. <laughs> Sometimes I might, have to put the controller that down. That shit gonna give you a heart attack. I'm telling you, man. Like yeah. that shit. It's incredible, man. It was that shit was legit scary, dog. It's you really feel like you in the shit for real, man. Damn. So yeah, check it out, man. If you ever try it out or they got a demo at a store or something, try it out, man. It's fucking yeah. it's insane. I might have to go to the store. I wonder what store they have it at. But I, I want to see this. I th- they should. I remember back Maybe in I hate that they don't demo shit no more. Yes. I miss them days, man. We used to go, we used to spend all day in like Best Buy or GameStop or Funko yeah. Land. It used to be Funko Land. Mm. Just post up all day after school playing <laughs> video games on a little kiosk, man, until they yeah. kick us out. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm 
I'm gonna keep an eye on this, man. This sounds yeah, fun. Check as it hell, out, though. man. Check yeah. it out for sure, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna be impressed. It takes a lot to impress me with shit, man. But this shit like left me blown. My mind was blown, man. Yeah, the last time I seen you this impressed was the chicken sandwich from Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time you was this impressed. Yeah, so we forgot to record on the fucking podcast. Yes. Yes. I was I was very I was a one of the I was the hyped first, about the chicken sandwich. Yeah, I knew you, it was gonna be a hit. You was the first person I knew that mentioned that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, and that shit took off. So I'm telling you, man, I'm I'm doing it right now. This this VR shit is the new wave, man. It's gonna be the new wave. Junk said, post up a Toys R Us to the sun come up playing a new. Yeah, man, they used to have the demos. Used to just play, uh, Dreamcast and N64 and Super Nintendo, whatever they had. And my mom used to be like, my mom used to be a manager. Then she was like district manager of GameStop before it was Funko Land. So after school, we just spend all day there. I'd be like. Change the game, please. Put in something else. You put in something else. Just stay there playing games all day, man. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That's a, this shit that's is a, a damn new good way, endorsement, man. You. you need to get paid for this endorsement, man. You, <laughs> I wish so, they would give me this shit for free. I know yeah. some people got their review copies. Yeah. I should be like a gaming YouTuber, man. I need to get in that you, little market. You should get into it, man. We should make it. Uh, I, I thought about this. I should probably be saying this on right now, but... <laughs> yeah. I thought about making a gaming podcast, like a podcast, like interviewing guests and playing a game. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be dope because you don't really see too much of that, but kind of how we do anyway, but just be sitting yep. there playing a game and talking and interviewing people. I think that'd be dope. No, I'm down with but, it, man. Like, I can talk about a lot of nerd shit, dog. I, I got a Twitch stream I'll be streaming sometimes on, too. So, like, yeah, I'm down with the gaming podcast thing, man. There's a lot of people in it. But I feel like there's still not a whole lot of black people doing it. It's not, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm down with it. But, yeah, this VR shit, man, is the new wave. Try it out. I'm not saying blow your tax refund money on it. Take care of your bills and shit first. <laughs> don't wait. Don't make your wife mad at you because you bought yeah. this shit. No, nah, this is going to have but, to be uh, on my own. I'm going to have to work my ass off of this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, dog, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow you away. Uh, Drunk said, I know you say it's a future game, but it's just a future period. Yeah, I could definitely see, like, people going to live their life in VR one day, man. Yeah. Like, just imagine people going really to work. Me. Just imagine going to work in VR. Yep. <laughs> that would be crazy. Just, I'm going to work. You go in the other room and just put, put in the headset, man. Yeah. VR strip club. But wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know they already got, like, VR NBA games and shit. Yeah, you can sit you know, courtside. Yeah, watch the game. Damn, that is crazy. So yeah, man, I think they were prepping us. See, my conspiratorial mind is like they were prepping us for this with the COVID lockdown. Yeah, where and now they're just like, one day it's gonna be like another deadly pandemic. Yeah, you know, we got VR technology now. Yeah, it we should can, be our headset. Yep. Yeah, we sending some VR technology to your house. So yep. you can still work. Everything look like <laughs> still work. Still go to school. Yep. Go to school in VR. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you, man, it's the new wave. It's going to be the future. It's going to yeah. be scary, but yeah. the video game's going to be dope, man. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Video games are going to be dope, at least. Yeah. Uh, Mick Martinez. What's up, Mick? Mick. Said, I'm literally watching y'all from the middle of Gulf of Mexico. What are you doing in the middle of Gulf of Mexico, man? Hey, what time is it, man? It's 8 o'clock at night, 8 man. 8 o'clock at night, dog. Don't get lost at sea, man. Are you on a yacht? Are you on a cruise? Where you at, man? I hope you on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wild, dog. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah. So PSVR two gets a qualified from me. I guess that's a review. Yeah, from- that was a, yeah, qualified. That was a damn good yeah. review. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, that shit. That shit's wild. Yeah, I seen somebody post it, but I don't know why I thought it was old. I thought I thought they been had something like that. But uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm about to. Keep an eye on this. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, man. Might, when you put that shit on for the first time and get in Resident Evil, you got to take it off, man. Like, this shit too scary, man. It's wild. <laughs> man, I do that with the game now, man. I was playing Resident <laughs> Evil not that long ago. And you know, this is how much of a nerd I became now. I start looking on YouTube just watching the walkthroughs. So I sit there and watch that shit like a TV show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. I, I, I know you probably heard this game called The Last of uh, not The Last of Us, but uh, I think Locked Up or something like that. It's some j- a, a game where you start off in jail and you break um, out. And you you got to play with two players, oh, so shit. you can't nah, play I by yourself. Uh, what's what's the name of that damn game? It's called uh, God Dog It. I forgot the name of the game, but uh, yeah, you print. It's a two-player game, so you can only play with another player. So I can't. The, I played it for a little bit because mm-hmm. my wife was playing a little bit, but she ain't like that game. But uh, we pretty much start off in jail, and we got to work together on some shit. So uh, it was actually pretty dope. It was like a dope little storyline. It sound dope. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm waiting on my man Austin to get the damn game so we can play. Because otherwise, I can't play it all. A Way Out, that's the name of the game. Shout, okay. out, to, shout out to Troy. I was over here What looking. up, Troy? Yeah, but the game is called A Way Out. And I'm like, damn, this game was hard. But she's like, I don't want to play this game. So, <laughs> but yeah, just imagine playing a game like that. Yeah, in VR, and you in man. Jail. That shit will be, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's one thing I'll be dope, because I don't think any VR games are like really multiplayer like that. At least none yeah. that I've seen. But yeah. once they get like co-op multiplayer shit in there, man, it's gonna be Call yeah. of Duty and Call VR, of Duty? man. You might get PTSD <laughs> playing Call of Duty and VR, could, man. Yeah. That's how realistic this shit is, man. Yeah, you could get away with being in the military, man, if yeah. you're playing Call of Duty. <laughs> this shit was wild. Like in Resident Evil, when shit was in my face, I was like squirming and moving away from it, dog. That's how realistic it is. It gets to you, man. So yeah, this shit in VR is going to be crazy, man. The future is going to be wild. That's all I can yeah. say. The future is going to be wild in everything. Gaming, everything we do. But yeah, I can't wait It's to coming see that. soon, man. Technology is advancing very fast. That's one thing I've learned after playing yeah. this shit. Technology it's, it's, is advancing it's funny very because, fast. It's funny because we had this conversation before, and you was just like, uh, technology is, you know, this is the furthest it could get, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And, which I agree with because... You know, when the new mag come out, it's like, how yeah, better could it get? it the same as the old one. Yes, and speaking of them, they up against the wall now. They told yeah. me because NCAA is coming for that ass. Mm-hmm. And so now they, I guess it's a make it or break it year for them. So uh be interesting to see what they try to do. I don't know what else they can do, but it'd be interesting to see what they, you know, got planned. But, yeah, technology is, yeah. It is, man. Like, and, and yeah, it does feel like the PS5 ain't too different from the PS4 graphic wise. But this VR shit changed my mind, man. I'm like, nah, this shit wasn't on a PS4, man. This shit <laughs> is some shit I'd never seen before. Damn. But yeah, the Madden shit, I don't know. Because they say that shit every year, man. Every yeah. year they're like, oh, Madden's going to be different. Yeah. We heard your complaints. 
And we're going to do the franchise mode again. We're going to do all the stuff you love before. And it's like it never happens. Yeah. The first day it comes out, niggas, all these glitches come out where fucking players are crashing into each other and don't even grab the ball and some crazy shit happens. So, yeah. Yeah. Troy says, I understand the heat against Madden, but it's difficult to turn out a game every single year, which explains the cookie cutter type shit every season. And yeah, that's the problem. That's what people have been saying for like a while now, man. It shouldn't be a yearly game. Yeah. It should be like, make it one year, update the rosters the next year, then make a new game the next year. Yeah. It should be, honestly, it should be like how Grand Theft Auto is. Yes. Like Grand Theft Auto, uh, Red Dead Redemption, where you can play it. Well, Grand Theft Auto took way too long to make this new one. It shouldn't be like that, but I I get what you're saying. Yeah, because you can, honestly, you can still play it. It's not yeah. like it's like the shit is old. They still updating shit. They giving you new missions and the online shit. They should make it where you you know you could probably purchase the new rosters or something, mm-hmm. and then just kind of keep it moving because they're not doing anything that damn new. Because I only bought it because you had new rosters. Yeah. So uh, they should do something where they you know you could just keep that and then just kind of keep updating the rosters and then maybe, you know, two or three years later they can come out with a, a new one depending on what system you got and all that stuff. Yeah. No, they should, man. And that, people have been saying that for a while, but they want the money every yeah, year. Yeah, that's the thing. You know? I, and see, they, I, I don't see them going that route because people going to buy it anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you might as well keep releasing it every year. People keep buying the shit unless the sales go down. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Troy says RIP 2K series. Yeah, they used to make an NFL 2K. But I remember when it's changed because NFL 2K5 came out. Yeah. And number one, it was way better than Madden. Yeah. And number two, they dropped that shit for 20 bucks brand new. Yeah, this I remember that. were like 40, 50 bucks new still. They're like 50 yeah, bucks. Because that was the ESPN one, right? It, yes. Yes, I remember that. That was a good so, game. It, it was the, probably the best football game ever made, man. Like <laughs> gameplay-wise. There was so much shit you could do in it. Yeah. And um, so EA got scared. They had to drop the price of that new Madden that year just to compete. <laughs> and then they that's when they got the ex- exclusivity license because NFL also got pissed. They didn't like Ooh. the fact that this NFL product was being ch- sold for cheap. So they yeah. got upset. EA got scared that they were going to lose the football market. And that's when they said, okay, only EA can make the simulation football games. Yeah. So fucked up the whole game for us, man. But 2K was fire when it came out. So yeah. we'll and, see. And that kind of explained why they, uh, I guess, Mad been kind of slacking a little bit because there ain't no competition. Yeah. When you're the only person, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why they got lazy, man. And that's yeah. why 2K, the NBA 2K is low-key getting lazy, too. Yeah. Because ain't nobody competing with them, man. Yeah, ain't nobody buying live. Oh, do they still yeah. make live? I don't nah, think they, they make don't. it no more. They don't. They gave up. I think, lot, dog, there was one game, I think it was called NBA Elite 11 or something. Like 2011 supposed to come out. And... um it was super glitchy, man. Like, niggas made videos laughing at how glitchy the demo was. <laughs> so, like, it was so fucked up. After that shit came out that they canceled the game, even though the game was done. But they didn't Damn. release it. Damn. And that was, like, the last NBA Live-type game EA ever made. Damn. And they just said, fuck, we just gonna focus on NFL. We ain't doing this NBA shit no more. It's too hard. <laughs> 
can't compete with 2K. Yeah. So he's saying, oh, stick what they're good at. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is the game. This is the, you really get the full experience on Jenna Juice podcast, man. What are the podcasts giving you gaming talk, sports talk, hip hop talk, wrestling talk? I want to talk about wrestling one day, man. Look, yeah. I'm low key. Like, I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, but I'm low key invested in the Roman Reigns bloodline. Really? Storyline, dog. Yes. So what's the storyline? I don't even I, like I know who Roman Reigns is, but I never watched him wrestle. Like, I I don't know anything about him. He's an okay wrestler, but he's gotten really good at, like, the character of him being, like, this super scary badass type dude, man. So mm. he has, like, his... uh He has a team called the Bloodline where it's, like, his real family, and mm. it's the tag team of Jay and Jimmy Uso who are actually Rikishi's sons. Remember Rikishi? Oh, Okay. Yeah, his grown-up sons are in this team. Damn, I didn't and, know And you Paul Heyman is also in it. And they had this guy named uh, Sami Zayn, who was uh, like this white guy who wanted to just get in the crew and be down with them. And so they had, they were like, okay, you could be down with us, but you got to put in work. And they made him like beat up his friend and shit, his friend <laughs> Kevin Owens. And he was starting to back, like he was starting to be like, nah, I ain't really with this. So they basically like, Forced him to beat this dude's ass, and he was like, "No!" So they turned on him. So he no, he turned on Roman Reigns, and they started beating his ass. But there's another guy in the Usos who's like cool with him, so he didn't want to beat this guy's ass. And it it got real crazy, man. You gotta watch shit on YouTube. They mm. got like a collection of the whole thing. But uh, yeah, it, it, I'm very invested in this <laughs> WWE storyline. I don't even watch WWE no more, man, or WWF yeah. as I called it. <laughs> but I'm very invested in the Roman Reigns bloodline storyline. Yeah. So do you think Triple H has something to do with the better storylines? Because I've seen a lot of people saying it looks so much better now. Or I don't know how much he changed or anything, but uh, a lot of people said, uh, I guess, WWE got a lot better since Triple H kind of. Yeah, it seems like it's more. And like I said, I don't watch the whole show. Maybe there's still some goofy, stupid shit, but it feels like it's a little more serious, man. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's not like a, a lot of stupid shit you saw when Vince was apparently calling all the shots. Yeah. Like, it seems a little more serious. The, this Bloodline thing is the best storyline they've had in, like, years, man. I want to say since, like, the 90s, probably. Damn. Okay. You know, it's that good. Damn. But, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know exactly what Triple H does or what Vince did, but it does seem like it's more interesting that it's been in a while and i think that's probably because of him because he actually is younger and gets it yeah you know Vincent man kind of probably damn near got dementia at this yeah, point past his time man past Troy his time. says y'all remember y'all remember when rikishi ran over stone cold storyline yeah i remember that i remember man. that yeah and that was so random as Be fuck because i, I was shocked i'm like what why is he <laughs> <laughs> that was so shocking man yes because like I, I feel like they only did that because they were stuck. Because all of us thought it was Triple H. Because Triple H is always the bad guy, man. Yeah. So all of us was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be Triple H. It's going to be the usual bad guys in here. When they said Rikishi did it, <laughs> the nigga who was dancing just yeah. a week ago and fucking with the goofy hip-hop group, yeah. suddenly he's like this super badass now. <laughs> but I did like his remix theme, that, that I'm a bad man. That shit was hard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, that was super random, man. I was, that was so crazy. 
But Rikishi's still a legend, man. He's still put on for the Samoans in the WWE. (laughs) But anyway, we digress. That long tangent. To get yeah. into the podcast, what we usually talk about. I know you so you sold us on the uh, the PS5 VR, and now you sold me on WWE. Now look, I'm to- trying to get sponsors, man. Okay, <laughs> we'll do whatever. These hip hop people, this hip hop shit ain't working. Okay, <laughs> we got to clearly, we gotta, clearly, this shit is more entertaining than what's been going on in hip hop. That's what I'm saying, man. We ain't getting no Duce sponsorship. We ain't getting no Ciroc sponsorship. We ain't getting none of the hip-hop people came knocking on us. So I'm knocking on the WWE. I'm knocking on Sony PlayStation, video (laughs) games. I'll promote Raid Shadow Legends. I don't give a fuck, man. We need more people sponsoring the podcast, okay? So we got a wide range of things we could talk about. Okay, this hip-hop shit ain't cutting it. We tried it, okay? Yeah. Uh, Ain't no damn money in it. we trying to spread our wings and fly away. Yeah. So um, anyway, back to the hip hop shit that ain't paying no bills. <laughs> we can talk about some new releases, man. Some new albums that came out this uh, week that we have listened to at least some of. Um, so I, I spoke highly of the Yeet album last year when it came out. I liked it. I thought it was good gym workout music. And I know you've heard this new album that came out from him called Afterlife. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about it? And what are your thoughts about Yeet as an artist? Because I feel like he is somebody who's been blowing up a little bit. He's had like a big complex cover story a few weeks ago. And he's somebody who's been kind of bubbling up. People have very different opinions about him. What are your thoughts on Yeet and this new album he had come out? So I got hip to Yeet from you because I had no idea who he was last year when you uh, reviewed this album. And so I'm like, oh, he got a new album. Because he actually popped up second on my album, on new suggested albums. Mm-hmm. The first was Don Tolliver, which I'll get to later on, but he popped up. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me check this out. And um, look, man, I, I, his production sound amazing. I like his beats. Uh, you know, had to ter- turn the bass down in the car because it's extremely too loud. But the production sounds great. But it's it's a few songs that I you know I saved for myself to keep uh, put it in rotation. But I got to be in a certain mood to listen to him, man. Because <laughs> at some points I'm like I don't know what he's talking about. Sometimes the uh his uh, his voice don't really hit right. I had to go back and look to see if it was him or if it was a feature. <laughs> like, he got five different type of voices, man. And I'm just like, man, like, I don't, I don't know. I got to be working out or, you know, trying to get hype or something to listen to this. But, um, yeah, man, look, at least with Playboy Cardi, you know what you get from Playboy Cardi. We was kind of up in arms when he – he had that, remember he had that Drake feature or uh, Drake had a feature with him or something like that? Yeah. And he um, and he kind of changed his voice. He had this high pitched voice. Baby voice, yeah. yeah. I still don't like that shit. Yeah, we were still kind of like, like, nah. But that eventually came around to me where I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. that's what he's on right now. But uh, Yeet got too many different type of voices man ain't yeah, even ain't even effects. the flow yeah, yeah ain't even the flow but it's just the the, the way it sound and i'm just like uh oh, this ain't it like the he get a pass because of the beats 
But mm-hmm. outside of that, I was just like, uh, like man, like that's like I tell people to go listen to Trippy Red. I'm not telling people to go listen to this, like because you you know how some people be like, what what the hell is he talking about? All mm-hmm. that. You really got to understand what type of artist he is. You just got to be going for the production, man. Because I had no idea what he was saying, and his voice was a little irritating. But outside of that, I would say the production is, I wouldn't say A1. I would say probably a B. Yeah. I think his production was a solid B. So I, I grabbed like three songs, two or three songs off the mm-hmm. album. And it's 22 songs, by the way. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah. uh, his his production is pretty good. I always love Playboy Cardi production, his production, and uh, Trippy Red's production. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I thought the album was okay. But, uh, like I said, I just grabbed three songs off of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones I really, really like, and I'm going to keep it moving, man. Yeah, man, I felt the same way. Um, I liked the last album a lot more, maybe because it was a new sound, but... I don't know this one. Yeah, his he's always been like a great the great value version of Playboy Cardi. You know, <laughs> I feel like he bit Cardi pretty heavily in his flow and what he talks about and shit. Yeah, and but I'm like the production is fire. Um, but this one is just yeah, it was hard for me to get into it, man. Like the rap, like I wish it was somebody else rapping on the beats. Right, I'll be honest, man. Like <laughs> now I've been kind of down on him ever since I saw he had like a. YouTube interview come out um, with Complex. And he's basically trying to play up like the whole mysterious shit that Cardi does too, you know? Mm. But he's like, they asked him some very basic questions like, who's your favorite artist? I don't really listen to music. What's your favorite movie? I don't really watch movies. Who's your favorite anything? I don't really do much. Like, that's literally every answer he said in every question he got. Mm. So I'm like, okay, man. Like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but he ain't got no personality. <laughs> he he probably don't, you know, the rapping is just D-list tier. Um, but the beats are amazing. So I don't know, man. It's good gym music in a sense, but I, I can't really recommend this album to somebody who don't already like this type of music or already like Yeet to begin with. Yeah. So if you're an old head like us, I wouldn't just, say just try keep it. it moving, man. Yeah, this, <laughs> you ain't this missing won't nothing. sell you on the new generation. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So this probably make you hate the new generation, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> See, you that's what right I'm talking to about. And Biggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so how much do you know about Yeet? Like, how uh, personally? Um, because I, I, mean, didn't, I've, I've, I didn't even know what he looked like. To be honest, <laughs> like he wears a mask like pretty much all the time. So he's trying to play up the whole mysterious thing. Um, but yeah, it's like like he he tries to be as mysterious as possible, I've learned. Yeah. So which makes me think like he's either probably like a super nerd <laughs> and so, don't want that to it, come out. It's funny you said that because I'm looking at his picture now. He got a mask on, but he looked like he, he light skin. First of all, nothing. I thought he was like, white at first. I think he might be like Latino or something. Uh, that's but another thing. I thought he so, was like, no, he don't so ever say the his, N-word. So yeah, that's so the his flag. his mother his mother name I mean his name is Noah Oliver Smith. Yeah. His mother is Romanian, white. His father is half Mexican and half white. Yeah, he don't got the N-word pass. I, so. Yeah. So you he don't say the N-word. 
No. Okay. No, okay. I've never heard him say it. Okay. At least in these songs that, I've heard. That kind of makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that so, make a lot more sense now. <laughs> and, yeah. He, and, uh, I guess he's from. Um, I don't know where this motherfucker's from because they got him all over. Irvine, California. So says uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, and then another one say uh, Oregon. So I guess he lived in Oregon at some point, mm-hmm. and then moved to New York City at some point, and then moved to L.A. So I don't, I, I don't know where uh, he was born in. Um, was it Irving, California? I guess yeah, he originated Irvine, from, California. I guess he originated from Portland. Yeah. So I, I thought he, I thought the motherfucker's from Atlanta. <laughs> so he's from Lake Ridge High School, which is a uh, in a suburb in Portland. Mm. So yeah, I don't think he. Uh, but to be fair, he don't really rap about street shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm not I'm not calling him out at all. Yeah. But I was just kind of curious because I didn't know if he was black. Why I didn't know what he was. And I ain't peeped that he don't say the N word. So yeah, so it, it all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think he uh, he he's very mysterious because he don't want it to come out that he's probably had a he's probably a lame with like a lame background. So it's like yeah. the mysterious aura around him keeps people interested. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's it, it, it's for a specific set of people who are into his music. Man, I'll say that much. Yeah, and man. probably very young kids who are into this stuff as well. Yeah. But um, also, some new music came out from Don Tolliver, Houston's very own Don Tolliver. I didn't know he had an album coming out, but uh, he did drop an album called Love Sick. Um, Figure you heard this album. What do you think about I, it? I did. Uh, I think it sounds good, man. He always make good music. I'm never disappointed <laughs> in the Don Tolliver album, man. Uh, his production sound good as well. Uh, I don't know what to call him. I don't know. I don't know if he's considered an R and B artist, or is he? Is it like a hybrid? I I don't know what to call. It. I don't know if he's a rapper, but uh, I th- I thought the album sounded really good, man. He um, I forgot the features he had on there, but um, I say check it out, man. It's not really. I wouldn't call it a rap album. So you ain't about to hear no bars and nothing like that, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot he he uses a lot of melodies. So um, yeah, I, I think I think this brother made some good music, man. I enjoyed the album. I'm gonna run it back again, and um, yeah, check it out, check it out. He 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 kind of remind you of an R and B artist, a R and B version of uh, Travis Scott, yeah. and I know he's under Travis Scott as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out, man. Check it out. It's something, something new, something fresh. Um, I like it a lot. I'm gonna check it out, man. I didn't know he was dropping. So yeah, he actually has to have a, he has to have a really good song with uh, Charlie Wilson. Okay. So um, yeah, check that out. He got um, um, Brent Fires. I know you're not the biggest biggest fan of uh, R&B artists today. But yeah. he got Brent Fires on there. Uh, Cali Uches is really good. I think I, okay. I actually reviewed that song last week. Um, James Blake. Uh, no, that's random. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is really random. This kind of shocked me. I got to go back to the song. But he got a song called Private Landing featuring Future and Justin Bieber. 
So I don't remember hearing Justin Bieber part. So um, I got to go back and listen to it to see. But uh, that was completely random for me. But uh, everything sound good, man. Everything sound good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna check that out, man. I do like his music. I think he's talented. He's, I think he's better than Travis Scott, honestly. But yeah. that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I know Jasmine will disagree. Yeah, and Travis Scott got a. He, I think he now he got an album coming out too. Um, this year. I'm pretty sure his it's album that, has been done, U- but it Utopia. just got delayed yeah. because of Astro World. That yeah. Utopia is it still called Utopia? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Which is I'm pretty sure that's been done for a while now. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I meant to bring this up last week because he had the um he had the celebrity softball game going on. And um I was just sitting there thinking like damn, so <laughs> the block is cool now. <laughs> the block not hot no more. <laughs> so he had the celebrity uh softball game at Minnie Mae Park. And um I haven't heard anything about the uh Astro World stuff. So I'm like, yeah, hey, I don't know where that lawsuit is, or I haven't I, heard any I updates heard, from Tony Busby. I, I haven't heard anything, man. It's to the point so, I damn near forgot about it. Yeah, so, so I don't know I if wonder, he's good now because it's start, he's starting to pop out a little more now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the block is cool now. <laughs> I mean, eventually it has to be. Man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I know it's going to have to be eventually, mm-hmm. but it seemed like it just slowly it was. Like I, I mean, it would have been better if I would have heard an update. Like yeah. hey, they settled something, or uh, Live Nations they came to agreement with the family. I ain't hear nothing, so I don't even know if it's still going on or it was a quiet settlement or something. Yeah, um, I think he'll be okay until like a tour starts. You know, that's I think it's gonna ramp up back then. People are gonna talk about like, oh, you think we just forgot what happened last time? Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think he'll be fine. I think look, people want to listen to new Travis Scott music, man. His fans been waiting for a couple years now, so I, eventually he's gonna have to release something. Like he has to continue. He gotta eat, an man. <laughs> exactly. So I'm sure he's had this album ready since probably before Astro World happened. So and he's had to sit <laughs> on it for this long. So. Yeah, man. I mean, eventually, I'm more interested in whether or not the content of his music will be different. Like, because I, I doubt it will be, because it's yeah. not like he's going to start rapping like Common. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's still going to have the same content. Yeah. So, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, uh, how that happens. Looking for an update on the Astro World thing. I don't see anything from this year, anything kind of recent. I see he settled the first lawsuit from victims, but there was a lot of lawsuits. So okay, he privately he privately settled in a lawsuit in October of last year. Uh, okay. That's one. Yeah, one out but of how many? Lot, yeah. There's a lot more. So yeah. now was this one with the families or um, because I'm, this one, I, I, I'm trying to look up. I hate when they fucking block this shit. <sighs> okay, there's a, a article on Billboard about it. TMZ, like, let's just see it. The fucking <laughs> okay. A source connected to the case tells us it's Live Nation and not Travis who's paying up in the settlement, and 
No member of Travis Scott's team has been involved in any of the Astroworld settlement discussions. So Live Nation settled a lawsuit with the family of Axel Acosta. Um, He died from injuries, suffered at the concert. And yeah, so one of the people who died, they did settle the lawsuit, but it was Live Nation and not Travis Scott selling it. So Mm, Okay. Yeah. So I, now my next question is, I wonder if the family is suing Travis Scott or did they just file a lawsuit with, I guess, Live Nations? I mean, I don't. Could you do both? I, I, I mean, don't know. I think I, I guess I got to the mode where I feel like a lot of people try to, you know, Hit you double dip on a lawsuit. Th- that's why I was curious. <laughs> I was curious because yeah. you know you, you could probably try to hit up Live Nations, and that, you know, no disrespect to the family at all, mm-hmm. because you deserve whatever you get. <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, this ain't even enough for losing somebody. Yeah, but um, I'm wondering if they can, you know, d- uh, get some for Live Nations and say, oh, by the way, you know, I want to tr- shoot suit Travis Scott too because uh, you know. I was, I was just kind of curious. It was, it was interesting that they had to pay the stuff and, you know, Travis Scott wasn't involved in that, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, the concert, I think Live Nation has liability for things like this that happen. Mm-hmm. You know, technically it was something, it was their show, you yeah. know, like they, they're in control of all the logistics and stuff like that. Travis yeah. Scott didn't fucking... Yeah schedule everything like that or build the stage or build the audience or wherever they're going to be. So it's really yeah. on Live Nation. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just the lawyer cu- advised. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious too because like I said, we've seen instances where people wanted to sue Kanye over some comments mm-hmm. <laughs> he made. So I was just kind of wondering if, you know, if some of these lawyers, you know, it's probably not the fact it could be some of these lawyers say, hey, you can actually get some more money from Travis Scott. Because, you know, if you li- listen to his lyrics, he actually embraced this type of behavior. Yeah. You know, I, I was just kind of curious. Um, shocked to see nobody really did that. I mean, maybe they did. We got to have Tony Busby on the show to talk I, about this, maybe. I know. Because I don't know, like... <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And part of me feels like the uh, the music industry is trying to make this die down. Because remember, there was supposed to be a documentary on the Astroworld thing and it never came out. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the industry, I don't know what label he's signed to, but I feel like the music industry is trying to make this kind of quietly go away, man. Because you don't hear a lot of updates about it. Tony Busby himself is not nearly as vocal about it as he was with the Deshaun Watson shit, where he seemed like he had an update every month at least. <laughs> and yeah. we haven't heard really anything from this. Yeah. So I think it will it will be settled quietly and things will just go away. And yeah, one that's... day they'll say, yes, we settled the whole thing with everybody involved, and it'll be it. Yeah, because if you look at it, you know, it's live nations. Live Nations is in bed with probably all of the labels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was an awful look. So they probably like, hey, you know, we could, we could settle this, but, you know, we do not want this out and about. We just want this to go away type thing. Yeah. Because it, it, it wasn't like a, you know, even with the Deshaun situation, he eventually settled, but 
It, I mean, it was loud. It was loud as hell, man. Yes, a lot of press conferences, a lot of yep. back and forths. Yep, even after the settlement, it was a. Mm-hmm. I think it was a damn press conference when he came back here to play. Uh, it was a big deal. Like they made it a big deal. It wasn't quiet yeah. at all. So um, I can see Live Nation saying, "Hey, let's you know, working with the record labels. Hey, let's make this go away so we can keep moving and not say yeah. a word about it again." Is Tony Busby gonna bring the victims' families to the next Travis Scott concert? Mm. <laughs> like, is he gonna do all this PR? All the PR stunts he did for Deshaun don't seem to be happening with this thing. So, yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, I, I, do, do you feel like the Deshaun stuff with Tony Busby was a little, a little personal, a little more personal than you know he kind of leading it to be? Because eventually it came, you know, it's all about the women. Mm-hmm. Because they were the victims. So I'm not trying to say they're not. But it seemed like he kind of put a little extra sauce on it because it might have been something personal because they kind of, you know, shrugged at him a little bit from the very beginning. So I wonder if he kind of made it a little personal to, you know, like embarrass this man. Yeah, I think it got personal between like the lawyers going back and forth in the public, them alleging things about him. And so, yeah, there was clapbacks involved and it definitely did like it definitely became a spectacle about the lawyers at a certain like Rusty Harden versus Tony Busby. You know, it did become a spectacle. But uh, look, I don't know. It it did get a little ridiculous. I'm just I'm just glad the whole thing is over now because it, it did. The whole thing with them bringing the victims to the game, that shit was overboard to me, man. Yeah. Like you settled you said your piece, but now it looks like you're just you're just want the PR clout. Yeah. At this point. Because like, what did you do that for? What was the point of it? Yeah. And then like a lot of people, you know, you know, it been the whole thing of believe women, believe they're they're so hurt. Mm-hmm. They're all of this. And which I I think they are. But then it's like, y'all do all this and then want to go to the game to watch him play. His first game. I can understand, like, <laughs> protesting outside. Yes. But why would you want to go suite? in and sit in a suite yes. and watch the man play? And he won the game, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, why would you want to do all that? I don't understand. Yeah, so th- that that part made because, like, outside of Houston, we kind of stuck in Houston, so we we are around a lot of Houston fans that's, like, mm-hmm. F Deshaun and all this other stuff. But when you look on, like, public platforms that have nothing to do with Houston, then you see a lot of people like, man, this don't look right at all. Yeah. this No, this ain't kind of weird. And, man, and we're to the point, a lot of, a lot of people is rooting for Deshaun because at this point this looked like a money grab, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't know if it is or isn't. But, um, yeah, it just, it just looks so damn weird, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, it got out of control, man. So I'm glad the whole thing's over, but it is interesting how none of those theatrics are going on with Travis Scott, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe the industry is like, look, if we don't play them games, just we going to settle the shit, you're going to get your money, but yeah. we don't. they're not yeah. going to play the PR, bring the publicized Pete press conferences every month and shit. No, that's going on, man. So yeah, and I, I, I be, I would like, I, I guess I go out on the ledge with this, but Travis Scott probably is a little more important <laughs> than yeah. little old Deshaun Watson, <laughs> who end up getting a record breaking contract 
and every owner outside of the Browns owner fucking hate him and the Browns. For oh, it. yeah. He <laughs> fucked up the game. Lamar Jackson over there, like, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, I knew he was already guaranteed. Yeah, I knew I knew they fucked up the game when um I think it was the uh I think it was Baltimore coach, uh John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. This was around the time they traded for him and all that stuff, probably months later. And he made a comment talk uh he's pretty much shitting on Deshaun Watson, like, oh yeah, no, this is embarrassing. He was he was kind of going in where I'm like, damn. Like, all right, he he said his piece, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know why he did this. Because Lamar Jackson going to be a free agent <laughs> coming yeah. up. So now um, they fucked up the market. And now Lamar Jackson, who don't have an agent, is going to want that Deshaun Watson money. And probably deserve more, if that's the case. Because he better than Deshaun right, right now. He, got, he did more than Deshaun, so... I'm like, all right, they done fucked up the market. They fucked up the whole market, man. Yeah, and I have noticed how many media members are coming out and saying, like, the Deshaun Watson contract is the worst ever because of, number one, his play was kind of subpar for the games he did come in, and two, the accusations and whatnot and how much they paid him. But... I mean, it's not like he had a whole Russell Wilson type year where he was just ass the entire time. Yeah. So part of me wonders, like, do you do you just is your issue the allegations or are you carrying water for the owners and saying, yeah, you see, this contract is the worst ever. So we could never do that again. I'm pointing out how bad it is. So people don't want that for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't know. I think they looking at it as Deshaun Watson didn't really achieve anything. Yeah, he, he didn't get an MVP. He didn't take his team to a Super Bowl, and he got way more money than anybody. Yeah, so I think they could be looking at it like that. That's true. But you know, if you somebody like the Browns who never had a quarterback like that ever, 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 and you pretty much begging this man to you know come to us. And he said no. So you like, all right, we'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> just here, just fill his check out, whatever you want. That was the only way you was gonna get him. So they knew they would, you know, they would have been fucked if Deshaun went somewhere else. Because now you stuck with an angry Baker Mayfield. And uh and even if he wasn't angry, he he suck. So uh, yeah, and then the other side to it is maybe they wanted to give him all that money. Maybe the owner didn't care because he knew that was gonna fuck up the division a little bit. Because mm-hmm. you got Lamar Jackson who ain't get paid yet, and now you got Joey Burrow, who you know probably gonna be looking to get paid and probably should yeah. get paid more than shit or just as much as uh, Lamar Jackson because he t- took his team pretty far. <laughs> so. Could be 4D chess, man. Who knows? Yeah, and the owner over there playing checkers, man. Or yep. playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cleveland fucking shit up again, man. Damn. I know. <laughs> First bone thug breakup. Now every day I wake up. Quarterback getting 230 million guaranteed. Who knows, man? What's going on here? Uh, Wiz Khalifa still making music. I see. Apparently. I see. I wonder if he beat up another, D- another DJ for not playing his new shit. <laughs> I wonder what this um, shit sound like, man. I ain't even want to go to this shit. <laughs> I wasn't. It's a, called Star Power, which already makes me not want to listen to it. Yeah, and it got like, did you see the artwork for it? 
Nah, it let look, me look it, it up. It looked like a damn comic book. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I seen that. I'm just like, man, I don't even yeah. know what this shit gonna sound like. I don't even want, I ain't even want to waste my time, man. Oh, it's a uh, like a uh, Nintendo cartridge, man. Bodie James and Alchemist already did this with Super Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> okay, so he's just jacking shit at this point, because it, and this don't even look as good. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a Nintendo NES picture, um, like a game case, and he got the logo with Cleef the star power, and he's like, I guess piloting a spaceship with a blunt in his hand, because you know he got to make sure he got weed in every single. <laughs> Reference uh, of his artwork in albums. Uh, in case you ain't know, he's the weed smoking rapper. Uh, I'm looking at the track list now. He got a song with Johnny Giuliano. Remember him? No, it was Johnny a, Giuliano. He was no, a, I didn't even heard of him. He was a producer. So it. So me being a rapper, I used to always try to look for beats and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like a popular online producer. You know the producers that put the tags in the beat. Uh, uh, yeah, put, yeah, all that shit. He was like super popular. And uh it say featured Johnny Giuliano, so I don't know. I forgot all about him. But he used to make I a, didn't hear of him. Yeah. He used to have a tag tag in his beat like Johnny Giuliano. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's just funny seeing I ain't see this name in a long time. Mm-hmm. Who else on the album? Uh, you got Chevy Woods, Courtney, okay. Noel, Lavish, uh, Chevy Woods again, Johnny Giuliano, um, uh, Rocky, Rocky Font- Fontaine, Rocky Fontaine. Okay, so you, you can tell where he's at in his career by looking at these features, man. Yeah, you going back to Chevy Woods, we started with. Yeah, <laughs> like okay, we back here now. But um, yeah, okay, good for him. At least he's uh still putting stuff out for better or worse. Yeah, maybe he's trying to get back to the old Wiz or something. I mean, he's been didn't he put out an album called Cushion LJ too? Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> like I, whenever an artist is like, I'm back on my old shit. Like, no, you're not, man. Okay, <laughs> you're not that hungry artist no more. <laughs> you're just trying to ride the wave that you came in on, but it's already yeah. done. Yeah, the wave done dissipated. Mm-hmm. You're trying to chase you, it as a you, much you, older man. You, it's a bad sign when an older rapper tried to go part two to a, a yes. classic album. We talked about this. Yeah. I hate it. I've never heard one part two album that was any good. Yeah, let alone as good as the first one. Yeah, especially if they passed that album years ago. Yes. Because like Jay Z, he did the he did Blueprint One, Blueprint Two. It wasn't that it wasn't, of course, nowhere near Blueprint One, but mm-hmm. at least it was still somewhat within those years a little bit. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't that bad. But it would be like it would be like Jay Z releasing Reasonable Reasonable Doubt Two instead of Blueprint Two. Yes. You know, yes. like Blueprint One, Two, and Three came out with a reasonable amount of time between them. Yeah. But. Raekwon and Ghostface made only built for Cuban Links too. Yeah, like twenty years after the first one. Yeah, this is Eminem like, nah. made Marshall Mathers LP Part Two. Yeah, like twenty five yeah. years after the first. Rick one. Ross Port of Miami too. Yes, and it, it really got bad when Busta Rhymes did Extinction Level Event too. Because <laughs> I'm like, that wasn't even your best album. I yeah. feel. Yeah, and you made a part two of that. 
Yeah. Imagine if he so. made when uh disaster strikes too. <laughs> I would be pissed because that's one of my favorite albums. Yeah. The coming I thought was his best album. I think that was his debut album. So mm-hmm. but yeah, if he made like uh what was that album he made on Aftermath? The first one he made where he cut his dreads. I forget what it was called, but um the shit, I forgot the name of that. I'm happened. looking it up now. Is that what it was with, uh The Big Bang? Yeah, that's the one with uh was that the one with Break Your Neck? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's when he was on that. Yeah. Uh no, I don't think Break Your Neck was on it. Mm. That was uh Touch It was on it though. Touch it, that's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that classic song. <laughs> I actually like that album. That album was arguably like his last really good album. Yeah. I think. The Big Bang. So yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, um, yeah, the in the ghetto with Rick James. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. No, New York shit. That yeah, that was a pretty good album. Yeah, because Dre produced some of it, man. Like that was his first album. I think he just signed the aftermath. And yep. that was his first album in Aftermath, I believe. So that was a good album. Yeah, he pretty much produced. Yeah, uh, he got a jo- uh, joint with Jay Dilla. Yep. Yeah. Uh, damn. Yeah, he has some production. Though. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, Dre. He got Timberland. Uh, Will I Am. Yeah. Uh, look like Eric, uh Sherman. I think it's Eric. yeah. Unfortunately, Eric he has some Swiss beats on it, but you know we can't all be perfect. Yeah, he had one. The, the touch it was the Swiss beats. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Eric Sherman, uh, Jay Dilla, uh, DJ Scratch, uh, produced the New York shit. Yeah, man, he has some shit on here, man. <laughs> Damn, Buster don't get enough respect, man. I feel like he, uh. I feel like he get, need to get a little more respect, man. He he has some up until I guess that album. He has mm-hmm. really solid albums, man. No, I think he does. Um, I don't know why he doesn't really. Because, like, he came through different... Like, he has the, like, the backpacker background because he came up with Q-Tip in them in Tribe yeah, Called Quest. Quest. He also has, like, the hardcore, like, because he, you know, did songs with Aftermath and all them. But he also yeah, did some mainstream shit. hits. He did a song with Janet Jackson. I mean, shit. Yeah. He's been all over the place, man. Yeah, he was the video king during that yeah. time, too. It's it's the curse of number one living to be older and yeah. number two continually putting out music. Yeah, I feel like somebody like Missy Elliott who don't put out a whole lot of music, people look back at her and say, "Wow, she was so good." Looking back, like she was so underrated back then. Give yeah. her flowers now. With yeah. Busta Rhymes, it's like he's still making music, so it's like it's. When yeah. he drops something that's kind of corny, it's like, eh. Yeah. He keeps doing that fucking Chris Brown verse. verse. Yes! <laughs> I got to do a lot of things. Like, the <laughs> bada boom, bada ding, I do a lot of things. I was so pissed when he did that Chris Brown verse there, that hip-hop tribute, man. I'm like, Why, oh, my Does God. he think that's like his most legendary I verse? I think so, man. I guess because the way he rap on it. I don't know, man. Like, why you doing that damn look, verse? To be fair, I remember when that shit came out and people went crazy over it. Me too. And I yeah. thought it was ass when I first heard it. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was kind of weird with them being on the song like that. Yes. That yeah, was a little strange, but yeah, I just I never did like that song, by the way. I hated that song. I hated I Chris Brown rapping. That, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. That's when he was trying to come back with Apple like the gas. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. HRW said flip mode squad. Yeah, man. Flip mode's the greatest. <laughs> Bump my head. She said, You gonna flip it on him, right? I said, Yeah, yeah. flip mode's the greatest. Yeah, Classic video, a- by the way. He had, used to have the best videos ever, yeah. man. Yeah. His music videos from like 96 through like 01, 02, maybe were like some of the best music videos ever made. Mm-hmm. So very I'm looking, underrated. Yeah. So he had the coming, he had when the disaster strikes, extension level event, um, anarchy, genesis, and ain't safe no more, big bang. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a theme of his albums were like the year was gonna end in the world in the year two thousand, mm. and then the year two thousand came and he had to stop that whole thing. So yeah, <laughs> he said, "There's only yeah. five years left on the come." Yeah, and then nothing happened. So yeah, yeah. Back um, uh, other things that happened this week. Let's get into some topics, man. A lot of hip hop, a lot of sports. A lot of things. Tab, Tab said, oh, what's up, Tab? See you in the comments on YouTube. What's up, man? He what said, that, up, was hype. that was Hype Williams doing the videos, man. <laughs> and yeah, classic videos. I really like the one, uh, Danger. The, the Dangerous video was just classic, man. Yeah. Like, that was like just unhinged Busta Rhymes. The the uh, the Last Dragon where he was showing up at the end. <laughs> that was fire, man. Yeah. That, man, you know that song? I listen to that song almost every day. <laughs> That like dangerous still? song, yeah, still. <laughs> like it's I was, li- song, man. like I was listening. I'm like, man, that song kind of traveled well <laughs> with mm-hmm. time. Like he was actually flowing on here. So I'm like that. Like the production sound good. I'm like, man, he, he actually sound all right. <laughs> oh yeah, another song came out that we've got to spotlight because I forgot to actually listen to the whole thing. Taps as dangerous was awesome. Yeah, that's an underrated song, man. I think that's a, a really good Busta yeah. Rhymes song. I, I remember. MTV used to play the shit out that video, man. They played it yeah. every single day. Yeah, and but, running um, down the street. Just, yeah, you know, with, the, with the young black millionaires being dressed up and the, the bathroom. getting dragged by the car and shit. That video yeah, was just crazy, this man. Is serious? Yeah, we can make you delirious. Now I want to listen to the song, man. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> that's a classic song. Classic song by Buster Rounds, man. Miss that era. Another song came out, man. I forgot to bump it, but I saw it did come out. Lil Wayne dropped a song with DMX. I guess featuring DMX, but I don't know if DMX or guys with I think he just sampled on it. Mm. But um, I was turned off by the Swiss Beats production. So <laughs> whenever I see Swiss Beats produce something, I'm you automatically like, I don't listen to it. <laughs> but from the snippet I heard, it actually sounds okay. Um... Now, I have a hot take about Lil Wayne, man. I don't think a lot of people agree with it. Uh-oh. My Lil Wayne hot take is I think right now Lil Wayne's a better rapper than he was back when he was calling himself the greatest rapper alive or mm. best rapper alive. Mm. Like that Carter Three era, the mixtape era, yeah. when everybody said Wayne was the best in the game. I think current day Wayne is a better rapper than he was back then. Really? Yes. Mm. Okay. If you listen to, like, you you can say, look, the output is not the same. Back then, Lil Wayne was recording a lot of music. He would do yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, and he was hungry. He was hungry yes. back then. So you can't, you can't 
had that same hunger as when you was younger now. Yeah. He would jump on other people's songs and just tear it apart. Yeah. So, but lyrically, if you listen to his songs, he's a better rapper now, man. Like, mm. he's not doing the punchlines no more. He's not doing I've uh, Got Paper Like Loose Leaf. <laughs> the the fucking real, real geez, moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> he's not doing that corny shit no more, man. <laughs> And he's mastered like the multi-syllables. He's a much better rapper, in my opinion, than he was back when everybody was saying he's the best rapper out or best rapper alive. I think currently he has a better claim to that. The only knock against him, he don't drop this often at all. Yeah. You know, but I think technically, lyrically, he's a better rapper than he was back then. I don't think he was that as great as people were hyping. I think it was more of, like T.I. calling himself the king of the South. Yeah. Just the fact that Lil Wayne said it, everybody kind of went with it back then. But now I think it's actually true. Mm. So that's so, my Lil Wayne hot take. Because everybody say he was better back in the Carter 3. The Carter 3 is like the worst lyrical era of Lil Wayne, I think. Mm. Lollipop <laughs> is a terrible song, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's his biggest song he ever made. When like quadruple diamond or whatever. Yeah, that song is ass, man. Okay, <laughs> and that started like the worst era of Little Wayne to yeah. me. But I think he's a much better rapper now. Yeah, I could, I could, I could honestly see that. And uh, Tab says last album was so good. It was. People I was agree, good, man. Yeah, a lot. Of, I don't understand how people saying, "Nah, this ain't it. This ain't it." I thought it sound good, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't have a problem with it. Like I'm not sitting there ranking it against Carter One or Two or Hot Boy shit, but. I thought it was pretty good, man. And um, I haven't heard a verse where I'm like, uh, he need to, you know, let this go. So uh, even the verse on that um, on that DJ Khaled song with Jay-Z, the one everybody called the Jay-Z verse. Yeah. I forgot he was on there. And when I heard I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot he mm-hmm. was on here. This, that, that verse was pretty strong. Yep. So, uh, yeah, man, I can see it. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, man, I think he he's focused. He's still like, you know, it's easy for people to just fall off and coast. Like Lil Wayne could just coast on what he's done before in rap. But he's actually trying to evolve his style. He's actually gotten more complex with the rhyme schemes. Like, you really got to listen to hear this shit, man. But he's actually improved a lot as a rapper, I yeah. feel. And it's kind of gone under the radar because he's not as active no more. He's not dropping mixtapes no more. But... Lyrically, I think he's much improved, man. Yeah, I know he killed one of his features. Um, I think he was on um, West Side Guns album. And yeah. So, uh, he, he actually killed that shit. I'm like, damn, I wouldn't mind seeing him over some more of those type of beats. Yeah. So I think I think with Lil Wayne, like this dude, you know, clearly is so talented. I think he just be getting so bored, man. Like how mm-hmm. like how many verses and songs this man put out over his career? Like it wasn't he's not like a Jay-Z that dropped once every few years or something like that. This dude was yeah. this dude was hopping he was the feature of the year. He was hopping on everybody's shit. Including yeah, dropping Lil Wayne. Yeah, including dropping his own shit. Mm-hmm. So I think he just kinda needs some type of new motivation, like everybody needs. Yeah, and uh, I think now you know he's he's getting some of that new motivation. So you know we're starting to hear a little more, uh, I guess, better Wayne instead of the same old punchline Wayne. 
Yeah, I think so too, man. And I'm looking forward. I think he's teasing like the Carter Six. And I know we shitted on sequel albums, but that's been his whole thing. The Carter One, Two, Three, Four, Five. They're doing six. it at the begin- since the exactly. beginning of his career. <laughs> if he dropped like 400 degrees or what was it? 500 degrees. What was that album called? I think it was five part two or something like that. Yeah, I think like, Juven- oh, okay. I, I think Juvenile was four hundred. Yeah, think he was I think he did five hundred. Trying yeah. to be petty. I think that was Birdman that made him. <laughs> you think that was too. pettiness? Out of pettiness? The yeah, of course it was. Really? Okay, I didn't even think yeah. about it like that. Mm. Yeah, that was. I think that was pettiness. Of I think Juvenile was falling out with them at that point, mm. and I could be wrong. This is what I recollect, and I think that was like them intentionally taking a shot by him. Lil Wayne dropping 500 degrees. I didn't even think about that. 400. Damn, I didn't so, even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I could double check to be sure. I, because I, yeah. no, I, I could be wrong, I, but that's how I, that's how I, I th- recall it. I though. thought it was kind of weird that he made an album called 500 Degrees. And, yeah. you know, his label made a made 400 Degrees. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, damn, man, that's I'm crazy. It up. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I think that's correct. I think that's... Uh, I think that was a shot at Juvenile and them. So, yeah. Mm. Tabs is a, hundred, a thousand percent petty. I'm a cash money stand. So, yeah, that's what I thought too, man. I thought that was a uh, a shot at Juvenile because Juvenile kind of fell out with that camp at that point. And then they were trying to... And that's also why um, Young Thug dropped Barter 6. Remember that? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yep. That was like him doing the 400 degrees thing again, man. Yeah, like that's that. Because that was, I think that's Birdman yeah. doing that shit. Yeah, so I wonder, was he trying? Uh, because uh, Thug was that Rizzy supposed to be Carter with a C? Yes, and I think he got in trouble for it, so he named it Barter. Chased Lil it Wayne, look, Young Thug had beef with Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne was talking shit about Birdman at the yeah. time. Yeah, so they had beef. I think like people were shooting at each other at, at some point too. Yeah, I think his uh, tour bus got shot up. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, by the way, YSL is a label, not a gang. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we got some YSL shit to get to later on, too. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but um, so Young Thug was beefing with Lil Wayne at that point, and he, he said he was going to drop the Carter Six with that classic video with the lean in his cup. You're talking about <laughs> Carter Six, fuck, nigga. Meet me there. Better yet, beat me there. I'll be in New Orleans. <laughs> so, um. That was supposed to be Carter Six, but I think um, uh, Lil Wayne's lawyers said they were going to sue him if he called it that. So he changed the Barter Six. Mm. But yeah, that was a di- definitely a diss at Lil Wayne. And I think Lil Wayne dropped at 500 degrees with the diss at Juvenile. So yeah. All the while, Birdman in the background rubbing his hands, man. <laughs> the mastermind behind the shit and the drama. Yeah. Wait, I, uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I just, you looking up the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, just, that's like one of my favorite hip hop videos, man. That young thug, <laughs> like the beginning when he's pouring the lean and shit. <laughs> this one. <laughs> oh, this is something else. But oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that, that's still probably funny. Young thug was just funny at this time, man. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually looking at a recent video when he was beefing with uh, the game. Hmm. <laughs> the cooler like Akon. Fuck all the bar shit. Got a six coming. <laughs> the bottle seat coming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was another one where he was like um pouring lean in his cup. Then he said uh he's he announced he's gonna be performing in, in New Orleans. 
Mm. He said, yeah, nigga. Carter Six, fuck, nigga. <laughs> beat me there. Better yet, beat me there. New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit was funny. But, um, so, yeah, that was a diss, but I forgot what we were talking about on here. Oh, yeah, Lil, Lil Wayne single. I got to listen to it because the beat actually sounded okay for Swiss Beats. So I'm going to check it out. And I am looking forward to the new Lil Wayne album. So we'll see how that sounds, man. But that's yeah. my Lil Wayne hot take. I think he's better than now than he was back in the day, which is rare. <laughs> I understand that Lil Wayne is frustrated about his career, and I feel him on that. But this is my item. I wouldn't ever in my life swap words with him or beef with him about nothing. This is a person that I look up to. Ha ha. Okay, that's a different video fuck, too. He's lying because he definitely was dissing them yes. at the time. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh well. I think they're over it now. Yeah. Um, other topics, man. We got to get into some topics. Got a lot to talk about. And we already spent a lot of time talking about wrestling and games yeah. and shit. So, we already an hour and 25 <laughs> I know, minutes. We already deep in this podcast, man. <laughs> um, did you watch any of All Star Weekend NBA action, Figgy? At all. The only thing I watched was uh, a quarter and a half of the All-Star game. Ooh. After that, man, like, that, sh- duh, that shit was embarrassing, man. I'm like, why am I watching this? I, duh, I You know my go-to. I, I turned on Law & Order, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, let me binge watch Law & Order. I ain't, I ain't got time for this, man. It was... It was in the first quarter, man. They was damn near having a dunk contest on the on, in the game where they just throwing them off the backboard. It was like the whole all the teams were standing to the side and watching them get off a of, dunk. I'm like, man, what the fuck is y'all doing, man? Yeah, I saw one stretch where Dame hit a shot from three from like half court. In next possession, somebody else tried it. The next possession, somebody else, like three possessions in a row were like half court shots, man. And it's like, okay, this is just y'all fucking around at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it was it seemed like it was bad, man. People have been complaining about it for a long time. And look, the All-Star game has always been what it is, an yeah. exhibition game that don't count towards nothing really. But I definitely thought there used to be a, like a sense of pride in wanting to win the game, wanting to get MVP. You know, Kobe took it seriously. Um, some people when they played, Michael Jordan, of course, took it seriously. Yeah, they all um, took they all kind of took it serious. I mean, I ain't saying they was out there uh balling their ass off, but mm-hmm. they did take it, they was playing defense. Yes. A lot of them dudes playing defense. I think part of the problem people brought this up too. I think part of the problem is like getting rid of the conferences and doing like these people just picking their teams. So now you got Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. And it's yeah. like, what pride do you have in winning for Team LeBron? Yeah. You know, if you're talking about East versus West, you know, you, I think players will be more incentivized to want to make their conference look good. Yeah. But who wants to win for what if you don't like LeBron? You got to <laughs> win for Team LeBron and play your best for Team LeBron. <laughs> it seems kind of goofy, man. So, I think that's part of the problem. But, yeah, All-Star Weekend, man. People like the dunk contest. I did see the uh, Matt McClung dunks, and they were impressive. But this dude is in a G League. I think he only came in the NBA for the dunk contest, man. (laughs) So um, I've heard people say that, especially Stephen A. Smith, 
say that LeBron James ruined the dunk contest by not doing it. Do you agree that your man from Cleveland ruined the dunk contest, Figgy? I I think so. I think that's – I don't want to say he ruined it because I don't know if other, other players was following his lead and not doing it. But I do think the only reason LeBron didn't do it because he – become an all-star his first year. Because remember, that was a big deal. Because mm-hmm. he was he had a pretty good year his rookie year. And he got snubbed at, at the all-star game. He wasn't an all-star. And um, Carmelo made it. He made it for the West. But LeBron didn't make it. And that was like a big deal. And I remember, I remember a lot of people pretty much saying, oh, you know, ain't no big deal. He'll have other times. I think... I want to say the commissioner might have said that at the time. Like, oh, he'll have other times. He got a long career ahead of him. And uh, just think about that now. I know it was one game. It was his rookie year. But just imagine if he made that all-star team. He would be an all-star every year of his career, man. Yeah. He's been playing 20 years. That's crazy. But um, I think uh, I think that's the only reason he didn't do the dunk contest. And um, I don't know if that was the – I don't know if that was the um, – I guess that's the reason why people don't do it because they saw him not do it. But honestly, I, I feel like – look, man, the NBA – players are getting way more money than they did back back then. So now it's like these players kind of care about their pride a little bit, and they don't really care about the money because they're getting a lot of money. Look at these contracts. So it's like, am I doing the dunk contest – to you know, win some trophy I don't care about, and maybe win what twenty thousand dollars or whatever the price is. I don't know how much it is, but or I think I think the dude got uh the white dude got like a hundred thousand um, dollars for winning it. But it's like you know, if I'm making all this money, am I going just to win this hundred thousand dollars, or you know, or if I don't win it? Am I getting embarrassed on TV and clown online? So I think people don't care about that. And uh, more importantly, I think a lot of people rather just chill and rest, use that as some rest time and not have to go to Utah to, you know, participate in all that shit that don't even matter. So I think, honestly, it, it looked bad for the league, but I think players are kind of being a little more smarter now. They They focus more on their brand. They focus more on their image. And some of them, like, I think some of them taking advantage of that little weekend to go on vacation. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if LeBron is responsible for that. But it seemed like players, you know, they got enough money. So it's not like they trying to get in to, to beat everybody or try to get in and get this MVP so they could get extra money and all this other stuff. Because I don't, I don't even think that uh, – the all-star MVP even matter at this point. So, um, I mean, it's unfortunate. I don't know how they could fix it, but I just think these players don't care like that no more. Yeah, I think, well, your reasoning for why LeBron did do the dunk contest in his rookie year, I think it's fair. I think Brian Windhorst said that too on ESPN. But my issue with that is, okay, I'm not mad at LeBron for not doing a dunk contest. I'm mad because he pump faked it. Yeah. I'm mad because I, I remember I was watching a dunk contest live in 2010. 
And it was a really good dunk contest, too. I think it was like Dwight Howard and the Nate Robinson one. It was one that people were really into and invested in. And he said, just to make it all about himself, because everybody, no attention was on LeBron at this point. Everybody was looking at the dunk contest. He took the microphone and said, I want to let everybody know I'm announcing it right now. I'm going to put my name in to be a preliminary contest, a preliminary entrant for the uh, 2011 dunk contest. Everybody went crazy in the crowd. <laughs> I forgot and about that. In the dog, th- there's video evidence, man. <laughs> it's still online. <laughs> he said he was going to be in a dunk contest the next year, and he wasn't. Mm. And everybody asked, What the fuck happened? He just said he wasn't doing it. <laughs> so it's like, what? So you didn't want to do it, but you wanted to take away the moment from other people who were doing it at that point to make it about yourself and then still not do it. <laughs> That's what I hated, man. Like, yeah. I'm not mad that he didn't do it. I'm mad that he pumped faked it and played with our expectations and took away from somebody else's dunk contest. That was annoying to me. Um, Now, I think in general, the reason why people don't do dunk contests anymore, at least the stars don't, is that, like, it's, it's gotten way harder to impress us with dunks, man. Yeah. Like, you you see what people got to do now to impress us? It's gotten very gimmicky. Yeah. I knew it was going downhill when niggas started jumping over Kia Sorrentos and shit, man. Because I'm like, okay, who's going to even think about shit like this? Who's going to be testing now that they could jump over, like, an SUV or something? You know? Who got time to think about... Uh, blowing out a birthday candle, a cupcake candle or some <laughs> shit on the rim. Like, once it got here, niggas was dressing up and shit. Yeah. Like, once it got to this point, I'm like, okay, it's got, we've seen basically every good dunk that some, a human being can do, man. Let's be real. Yeah. You know, the NBA is 75 years old. They've been dunking for like at least what, 60. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this point, we've seen like every dunk a human being can conceivably do. So to impress us, like it's not, especially in the middle of the season, I don't think any of these players got time to be like practicing gimmick dunks. Yeah. At this point. So at this point, you know, why even bother it? Yeah. John Morant's a great in-game dunker. But I'm sure he just don't got the time or patience to think of some crazy shit to do to impress us. Yeah. And and honestly, how would it look if he was in this dunk contest and, you know. A G-leaguer beat him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in-game dunking is cool. But it's different when you got to create your own dunk. Mm -hmm. So let's say he was in there fucking up. He was looking like Jalen Green was last year. And it just wasn't a good look. And this G-leaguer who... Probably made a hundred thousand in his whole career, beat him out and embarrass him. Yep. So you know the jokes gonna be flying on social media, and we gotta remember these kids. They they care a lot about social media. We all do, but they care more about social media, man. And you know, and honestly, from his standpoint, what's the payoff? Is, yeah. Is, is that gonna make me a legend? Is that gonna you know? Make me, you know, closer to the MVP? Is that going to make me more money? Is that going to help my contract? Like, what's the what's the purpose of that? So, I, I, I kind of get it. I just don't know what... what I, I feel like they better off just letting the G-Leaguers and the people that's probably not in the NBA do the dunk contest. 
Because I feel like they, they're probably better dunkers anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad. I saw people were uh, trying to go Matt McClung into calling out the stars. I'm glad he didn't fall for that. Because that would have looked bad, man. How are you in a G League kind of trying to call out a professional you, NBA You can't player? call out nobody, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I'm glad he didn't fall for that bait. People want him to do it. People want him to call out like John Morant. Like, nah, man. You <laughs> nah. can't do that. Try to make the team, bro. Ball. Try to make the team, man. <laughs> uh, Tab says, y'all remember when Nate Robinson, when he missed like 12 dunks in a row in Houston? Yes, I do, man. I remember it got really bad at some point. That was a low dunks. point, man. That yeah, was, And that he was won really and ended up winning. Yeah. <laughs> that was around the time when they stopped. Because it used to be like you had like unlimited. a time limit or only could it, do a certain amount of dunks or try no, it. No, I think it was unlimited. I think it was no time. I don't think it was a time limit. At that point, it was unlimited. Yeah. yeah it was just kept doing it. You just got to complete the dunk. Yeah. And he wasn't completing the fucking dunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I do remember that. That's when it got kind of bad, man. It was it was nasty at that point. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, it's dunk contest is just what it is, man. I don't, I, we ain't gonna get Vince Carter again, man. Okay, Vince Carter dunks wouldn't even win a dunk contest at this point, man. <laughs> like that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, did you see? I forgot who it was, but somebody did the whole elbow dunk. Yeah, and nobody said that. And nobody cared. Nobody. Yeah, Kenny Smith didn't even say y'all could go home. Let's go home. Yeah, they were just no sitting there like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Probably got a six for that shit, man. Yeah. How, how did you feel about Carl Malone being there? Because he was one of the judges, too. Did you feel like that I mean, was I'm, a little bit awkward? Yes, but, I mean, the, the game was in Utah, right? It was. Mm -hmm. So it made sense. Like, look, if y'all want to go against Carl Malone and cancel him, <laughs> feel free. But until he's, like, brought to justice – for apparently uh, impregnating a 13-year-old girl. I mean, is he not supposed to be affiliated with the NBA Jazz franchise? I mean, he's one of the best players in NBA history. Yeah. Like, if y'all want to cancel him, fine. But it would look weird because they had no problem trotting him out in anything else. I'm sure he was at the NBA 75th anniversary. Yeah. And nobody cared then. <laughs> So I guess the fact that his face was front and center pissed yeah. people off. But now, it, it's he's been it, around, man. It's funny because the story, everybody, I ain't going to say everybody, but I knew about the story. I knew yeah. he was a weird individual and the shit he did. But it seemed like this was kind of, uh, I guess a lot of people didn't know about this. So now they're like, why the NBA doing this? Why the NBA doing I mean, what? He this dude had a long career. This happened when he was twenty years old, by the way. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think he was in the league yet, or he was just going to the league. And he had a long twenty year career, man. <laughs> so I mean, I get you know social media could kind of bring some stuff to the front and make you cancel shit, but I just don't understand how you can sit there and say, "Oh, the NBA they need to do something." Why, why they got? Because he's the third leading scorer in NBA history. Yes. <laughs> and he was a bit part of, you know, the Michael Jordan versus Carl Malone type uh, rivalry. So, you know, unless something recently happened, I just don't know if they could just tell him not to come to this All-Star game. 
um, in Utah because yeah. of some stuff that happened 20 years ago that he clearly didn't get in trouble for. Yeah. Like like I said, I don't like Carmelo, man. I can't like, stand him. I never liked free. him as a player, man. Nah, <laughs> so I definitely don't always, like his. He just seemed like a dirtbag, man. Plus, yeah. I'm a Houston fan, so of course there's a rivalry there. It was yeah. Nobody like Utah outside yeah. of people in Utah. The best thing Michael Jordan did. I was never a huge Michael Jordan fan when I was a kid, but the best thing he ever did was making sure that the Utah Jazz and the New York Knicks never got a championship <laughs> while he was playing. Okay, <laughs> that's the best thing he ever did, man. He kept them bums ringless. Yeah. Like they deserve to be. They kept them in a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's one thing I'm very grateful to Michael Jordan for, by the way. By the way, Michael Jordan turned 60, I think, this week or last week or whenever it was. So yeah. <laughs> happy belated birthday to Michael Jordan. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, oh yeah, we got some snitching going along. Snitch alert. Snitch alert. <laughs> we got uh, snitch stories going on in the hip-hop world. I, I feel man. like this is a common segment <laughs> on the show. I, at about this snitching. point, we might have to have like the the the, the, the Friday night <laughs> snitch section, whatever we want to call it, the, the, the snitch segment of the show, man. <laughs> Who snitched this week? Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the Rat Pack this week, man? We got some a YSL call, Woody. Yeah, some people call me Tip, but this is about another type of Tip. <laughs> <laughs> and funny enough, he's also involved in this. Yeah. But we can start with uh, a YSL Woody, who apparently, I guess, was one of the founding members of YSL or something like that. Yeah. And he was, uh, there was some footage that revealed itself where he basically. Uh, was admitting that he was basically saying he was going to snitch on on Young Thug and even get on FaceTime to snitch on him. Play some. I never actually saw this video. Let's play a little bit of it and see what he's talking about. I'm cool. How can I help myself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. How can I help myself? <laughs> no, it's not pointless. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll what I'm saying is I Tweaking, by the way. Pause it. This dude is tweaking, man. He's probably yeah. gone through withdrawals. He's trying to get out so he can pop a perk or something. 
Yeah. This dude is tweaking, man. He's like rapidly <laughs> moving his leg up and down. <laughs> it looked like he was tweaking a little bit, man. He might be going through some withdrawal symptoms. He got to get out right now. Yeah. I'll stitch on whoever. I don't care. <laughs> so clearly this, so I don't know if you read on this, but he been on Foreman for 11 years, man. Damn. That's, that is a long ass time to be an informant. 11 years. You're talking about Jeffrey. He nods his head. Yep. <laughs> Damn. And they hear what I have to say. And you, I can call this person right here in y'all's face with a better background <laughs> and let y'all hear and see his face tell me how they plan on doing this. Or call who? The person I'm talking about. I care for him and I hate I'm doing it to him. I mean, you already <laughs> I care for him, but. I, I don't know. This is somebody who's close to me. Is it young man? I didn't say no name. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> now, wait a minute. Does so he does he think he's standing on some type of principle at this point? Yes. This man is saying, I will get on here and snitch on him and let y'all know where this murder is going to take place. But I don't want to say his name because what? <laughs> this look like a skit, man. <laughs> it really does, man. <laughs> If, if I, I can see, he's. I think he's tweaking. He's like, if I can be released before eleven or twelve o'clock, yeah, he look <laughs> I can like make a, this happen. Yeah, he look like a damn crackhead. Straight out of here, I am. I can be released. Make people to see me and Mike come out of jail together. Just sit in jail for whatever. Y'all can be right there to see me meet up with them. Yeah, he going and through it, man. Well, how y'all want to take it back Y'all see where Cuddy ran in? Y'all can catch them in the act. Y'all can do that. Right now, this nigga here is so smart that he moving different. It's hard to keep up with how he moving. What do you mean? Only, only so I can he, take he, down he, Young he, Doug. He not you moving. Know, I don't got the facilities how? for it. He's too smart for you. He used to move. <laughs> he moved different. But he want this nigga so bad that he he's back reckless. Why he want him so bad? Because... Yeah, I can give you everybody's name. <laughs> I give you the cards that I know. Or like I said, I don't know what cards they're going to use because the cards, they don't have a hot card up on my knowledge right now, but most likely, like I said, I can meet up with them right before they do it. Y'all that puts right you in too much danger? We can't do no, that. No, that, that, that. We're going to have to rethink a plan. They're not going to do that. Because okay, no. if God forbid something happens to you, it's on us. No, it's different because they <laughs> trust me. They trust me. Even with the situation with me and we both look at each other sideways and move around. Damn. Now he's saying his name, by the way. Remember, he didn't yeah. want to say names? <laughs> that went out the window. He's still, he's still stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you rich. Why would you be stupid? That's why I get what so I first I thought he was too smart. He's moving different. Now he's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I just hate being around. But the truth is. <laughs> you say you got love for him. very <laughs> contradictory. You, you had love for him, but now you don't want to be around because he's stupid. <laughs> Let's say six, five, six. You could be sitting right there, and they would come in, and they go talk to me right there while you right there. Okay. Yeah, they looking at him like, man, we can't do nothing with this motherfucker. Right? Dog, now, is he lucky you don't make music? Have, I, wonder. I was about to say, have you heard of him? I never heard no. of him. I wasn't sure if he a rapper or what. I don't think he I just kind of around. I don't think he make music like that. Luckily, he, he's not very popular because if he was, people oh, be trying to make God. excuses as to why this is not snitching. <laughs> well, technically, they can't use this in court. Yeah. So, technically, <laughs> it's not snitching. 
Yeah. Okay. This this motherfucker, man, he he needed some um he need health insurance with this. Dog, they didn't even give him Burger King. <laughs> Where's the I didn't see yeah. no Big Mac. <laughs> nigga got a cup. <laughs> he just gave up the game for free. This nigga got a cup of water, man. <laughs> yeah. It looked like he been there, but it looked like they cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, if he a former for 11 years, man, I'm sure yeah, he because I him on a first-name basis. Yeah, I seen him on another video where uh, the detective was like, come on, man, like, you know me. We've been going through mm-hmm. this for years. Yeah. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> That's wild, man. It is, man. You never know. Hey, look, I, back. Yeah, and look, I ain't sitting here trying to be like the street guy or whatever, but how stressful we got to be to be an informant for that long? Hanging around, you know, uh, real criminals and scared that somebody going to find out. <laughs> that got to be scary as hell, man. This is like the 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 fucking rapper version of uh, was that movie with Huey P. Newton and the other guy. Oh, uh, uh, we are a called, revolution. Man. What's that? <laughs> I forget what the movie was called. We man. reviewed was, the damn movie. <laughs> yeah. We are a revolution. <laughs> What was that shit called? Uh, what the fuck the, was that Black, movie called? Black with Panther. P. Newton that just came out with uh, what's his name in it? Black Panther. Nah, uh, the, man. The Black Panther. <laughs> no, no, it was about the Black Panther, right? Yeah, it was about the Black Panthers. Yeah. It was uh, what was that fucking guy's name? No. Oh uh, shit. Uh, oh no! God damn it! Fuck! I can't even find it now. I oh, know. Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, yeah, yes, right. yes. That's what it was. I tied so in, find I in fucking Black Panther, of course, the uh, Marvel movie. <laughs> of course. They, they, hey, totally man, got, part, they, they totally got rid of that <laughs> organization. That is part of the conspiracy, man. <laughs> Umar has talked about this. The good Dr. Umar has talked about this. Now, the part, the 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 uh, they made the movie Black Panther. So, and they, the Marvel Disney movie company made it. So every time you search Black Panther, the Black Panther party don't come up no more. It don't. Be the fucking comic book character, man. <laughs> Look at this, man. Look at this. <laughs> see how, okay, let's see how long would it take you to get to a article about the Black Panther party? Okay, the first result, Wikipedia Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Then you see YouTube movies about, YouTube videos about the movie. Black yeah. Panther, IMDb. Oh, this is the first article. That's right one, here. but that's because something just happened. Yeah, that Angela just happened. Yeah. Now keep scrolling. <laughs> Where's Black Panther Party? Black Panther Disney Plus. Black Panther. So nothing nope. on the Black Panther Party. Black Panther nope. is it, okay. Then you see the color of the Black Panther. Okay, finally, after you scroll through like a page, oh yeah, right here, yeah, of Disney shit in Britannica.com, <laughs> you see the Black Panther Party. Yep. And this is one. Yes. This is one. Everything else. <laughs> the new stories about Black Panther, the movie. That's crazy, man. That's part of the conspiracy, man. <laughs> and remember the message in that movie, too. Yeah. Don't 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 go to war with the US. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, you got to cape for them and save them. Yeah. And even welcome a CIA agent into your home and treat him like family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Yep. Yeah, they ain't slick with this shit, man. Okay, I see behind the the veil they're trying to put over us, man. Yeah. Okay, I'm not fucking with it. But in Jews and the Black Messiah is what I'm thinking about, man. That was yeah, a good movie, by the way. It was a good it was, movie. Yep. 
And it was uh, Lakeith Stanfield I was thinking about. Oh, okay. Who was in it. I was thinking about the other dude. Uh, the, uh, yeah, and Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, yeah. 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 So that was a good movie, by the way. I think it's on HBO Max if you still yeah. want to see it. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, and other snitching news. <laughs> so we talked about goofy-ass T.I. was on the podcast talking about how he snitched on his cousin. Yeah. And then his cousin told him in a dream it was okay. His dead cousin, by the way. <laughs> and he said he did it because his dead cousin came to him in a dream and said it was okay to snitch on him. So he put a case, I guess T.I. was facing time and he put it on his cousin, his dead cousin. And so uh, Boozy is doing his yearly Vlad TV interview, maybe monthly or weekly at this point. I don't even know. But um, I think the first thing he asked him was about this T.I. situation because I, in a previous Boozy interview, there was a guy named Gangsta Williams who admitted to snitching on a dead person and Boozy spoke out against him and said that that's some bullshit. That's wrong. You ain't, even if he dead, you ain't supposed to do that if you a street nigga. So Vlad threw that in his face because Boozy and T.I. were cool and they were supposedly supposed to do a joint album together. Yeah. Called Wash Old Rappers or whatever the fuck they're going to call it, man. <laughs> but, um... I guess uh, they were supposed to do a joint album. And so Vlad pressed him on this. He said, T.I. said he snitched on his dead cousin. What do you think about that? And Boozy said, nah, fuck that. That's wrong if it's true. And he also said that the um, joint album is now off. <laughs> They're not going to do it no more after you heard about this. Yeah. So let's hear some of his reaction to the T.I. story. So our last interview, there's a, a podcast that came out with your man T.I. Yeah. And he talked about a somewhat similar situation. He said that him and his cousin ended up catching a gun case. His cousin died. And he cooperated against his dead cousin and made that gun case go away. So all through the comments when that came out was, hey, Boosie said what he said about Terrence. How does he feel about the situation with T.I.? Well, I feel like the situation with Terrence, I don't even know if that's that's true. Because I got people going to come into Vlad TV and talk to you about Terrence. Okay. Yeah. But so I don't know if that's true. With the T.I. situation, if he did that, you're a fucking rat too. I don't spare no motherfucking body. <laughs> because if you if you if you're doing anything wrong, you doing anything criminal wise, and you cooperate with law enforcement. To get you out of trouble. That means you're cobbering. That means you're a rat. But I'm going to tell you like this. When I saw that, I think T.I. fucking lying. I think he went up there and just got the fucking talking. You think something happened at 17, years, 18 years old, right? You going to hold how vocal he is. I've been around this. You going to hold that in all them damn time. All this damn time for 20-something years, you're going to hold that in? What? And it finally came out? Why Why admit to that, though? Why admit to that after? Like, bro, I, I, bro, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. T.I., he's saying this happened in the early in his career. Right. Like, when all this was going around with the, with the, with the, with the shit, what they said he on the, uh... When he got busted with the guns. With the, uh... No, the video when he was doing it for the um, 
the video, man, the crime stopper shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Well, yeah. Well, like I said, he got busted with a bunch of guns. But I'm going to tell you like this. When I That was it. <laughs> yeah. It went on, you know, how Boozy talks and Vlad likes to talk too. So it went on for a while like that. Yeah. But basically, yeah, he went in on T.I. T.I. clapped back. I think now T.I. is trying to say that he was lying. He, he was, was kidding. Yeah. About the snitching on my dead cousin. Yeah. Because he, um, because I think Bootsy said, you know, uh, Bootsy had this video, but uh, T.I. said, I got the paperwork. I'll pull up, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah. And I think he might have posted something. I don't know. And I think he ended up doing a podcast or some shit. But then he said he was joking. He was kidding around with the whole snitch on your dead cousin. Like, what the like we've been talking about this for a minute, right? And now he now you come say, out you and say it was a lie? <laughs> like, what? Look, I know T.I. is like a comedian now. Yeah. But I don't see what was funny about that. Yeah. Especially if you like a street rapper and you know And you what went through some real shit. Exactly. <laughs> What's funny about saying you snitch on your dead family member? Yeah, do you see Bootsy? And lying about it. Yeah, like, do you see Bootsy doing something like that? Yeah. they're coming out saying, oh, I'm just, he wouldn't even play. Like, street niggas don't want to play around with if that he whole was joking, shit. joking, he would say, I would. Yeah. Or like something like that. Like, yeah. look, I would snitch on my cousin if I had to. I, I, like, he could have framed that in a way where it didn't sound like he was recounting something that actually happened. Yeah. But that's what he did. And now he wants to act like he was lying. It was a joke. <laughs> this is why, look, T.I. is going to go down in history as one of the worst people to ever rap. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like he's going down, uh, and I'm using this loosely, do you feel like he's going down the corny Bow Wow trail where the he's more he talks? for a while, man. Yeah, like, the, honestly, to be fair to Bow Wow, Bow Wow ain't never had, like, bad allegations come out like T.I. did with his wife about yeah. these women. Look, look, T.I. lost a Marvel bag. Yeah. T.I. was an Ant-Man and an Ant-Man, too, I believe. They yeah. made a new Ant-Man that came yeah. out, and he's not in it because of these allegations. Yeah. So he's been in trouble like that. And he's the, the comedy thing where he's getting all upset about people heckling him. And now this, where he's admitting to snitching and then saying he didn't mean it. <laughs> it's like, it's... Yeah. T.I. is like, it's crazy to think about how hot he was like 20 years ago, man. Yeah. It's really insane to think about it, like how corny he's gotten in the last few years. Yeah. So. No, I I, I 100% agree. And I was a T.I. fan. Mm -hmm. I, I know you couldn't stand, you had your legendary rant a couple yes. years ago on T.I. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm getting to the point where I'm sick of him, man. Like, it's it, it, he's looking corny as hell to the point I'm like, man, I'd rather... I'd rather sit around and hear from Lil Flip at this point. Like, mm -hmm. to me, Lil Flip is kind of molding himself as this legendary artist to me over uh, T.I. And a lot of people might think that's crazy. Like, oh, no, T.I. did this. He, you know, he had uh, urban legend. He had trap music. He had, uh, you know, you could go down the list. But now I'm just like, man, like, <laughs> I don't want to hear from this this fool no more, man. 
Like, dog, like, this dude trying, he, he did the movie shit. He tried to, remember, he tried to do a podcast. He stopped that. Now he's trying to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. He's just like, what the fuck? Like, is he bored? <laughs> like, why he can't just ride off in the sunset and chill? Then you had this shit about uh, him having his daughter's hymen check. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. All this crazy stuff that came out of T.I., man. He is a menace. He is <laughs> yeah. a menace. He got to be stopped, man. Yeah, I'm just sick of him, man. Like, I'm I'm kind of going on your side on this now. Johnny, man. <laughs> like, I can't even listen to his music the same at this point. Dog. It is not like his music is even listenable for the most part at this point. Like, like I might go back and listen to 24s. That's about it. Yeah, or if you throw in the 2000s party or some shit. Yeah. And you throw in some old T.I., but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Look, I'll, I'll admit he had a spark when he came out. But, like, it's, uh, it's, it, it's, he's going out sad. I'll say that much. He's going out it's, sad. It's, it's starting to get irritated. It's, start, it's, it's, it's getting corny, corny now. Yeah. Like, or, or like right. just stop talking, man. You need to figure out your legal shit, the shit you got yeah. going on now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on with all that, but, yeah, <laughs> it's just. And I, part of me wonders if he just does it to be, it's kind of like Freddie Gibbs. You know, Freddie Gibbs, I feel like, does certain shit just to be in headlines sometimes and just to be talked about. Sometimes I wonder if T.I. is just doing shit to be talked about at this point. I and think like, I think so. <laughs> because there has been a long time since we've had his name associated with, like, anything good. You know, music-wise, opinion-wise, legal-wise, criminal-wise, like... It's always been bad with him lately. Yeah. So part of me wonder if he, if he just does shit just to be trending or whatever. But it's getting tiring, man. Enough with T.I. Yeah. Enough with it, him. Is music not hitting anymore? Hell no. Um, I don't think nobody checking for it. And yeah, I don't know what the hell he doing. Well, uh, maybe he need to- Was he on the top 50 rappers list? I think he was, wasn't he? I was mad about it. I think he was, yeah. I think he was. A lot of people were mad about that list still, by the way. Yeah. I, <laughs> people and, are still and, complaining and, about that list. Including your boy Lil Wayne. He felt like he should be number one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said what, what was What was Lil Wayne? I, see, now I we got to look at this think, fucking list again. <laughs> I think he was number four. I want to say he was He was definitely top five. He was top five. I, I want to say he was either three or this four. Our second time talking about this list, but I, now I, I have to look. Okay, let's go down to uh let's go all the way fucking down to number one. Jay-Z was number one, Kendrick was number two, Nas number three, Tupac number four, Eminem number five, damn, Biggie number six. See, Lil Wayne's not in the bad spot. Mm. I mean, I guess you could he, put Lil Wayne over he, Biggie. I mean, Actually, I don't know Lil, about that. Lil Wayne said he Lil Wayne said he felt like he's the best. He should be number one. He said I mean, of course he does. I mean, he has an art. Nah. He got a full nah. body. Look, he got a full body of work, man. Okay, who are you? Okay, let me ask you then. Who are you putting Lil Wayne over on this top? The six people above him, who are you putting over him? Or who are you putting him over? Honestly, you got Biggie, Eminem, I would put, I would, Tupac, Nas, Kendrick. Okay, Kendrick, Kendrick is way too high. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, of course. I would put him over Kendrick, of course. 
Nas. Uh, I'm a Nas fan, so I'm a little biased. But I do think uh, Wayne should be top five. Like I don't care where I think I think he should be top five. And uh so I would say I guess no order, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Tupac, Biggie, Nas, I guess. Okay. And, uh yeah. Yeah, I would probably say that. And honestly, right behind that, like I wouldn't be mad if people put Eminem in the top five. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of got to the point. I know we clown Eminem a lot, but I think he, I think he kind of deserved to be in that top five. I think people have gotten coined with the Eminem hate, and I know I was one of the leading voices on the podcast of the Eminem <laughs> hate. But I think people have gotten too coined with it, man. Like I feel like in this new era where people are proud to fucking be militant and shit and have these pro-black voices, people are going acting like they never fuck with Eminem and his music. Yeah. And I know as a damn lie. These rappers, I, that's, that's ridiculous, these fans, man. look how many records he sold, man. You think yeah. only white people are buying that shit? Yeah. No, that's ridiculous, man. So fucking, he got albums about to go like fucking quadruple diamond, man. Yeah. You think it's only white people buying these albums? And, and look, I, I'll say this too. It was a point in time where I guess before the Wayne, it was Eminem was the person that don't didn't nobody really want to fuck with on the track. Yeah, because like no matter what, like like how we treat how we used to treat Wayne, like oh shit, if Wayne on, oh he gonna do whatever he want to do, and it's gonna mm-hmm. be better than everybody. That's how a lot of people used to treat Eminem at one point. It used to be like oh Eminem hopping on this track, he about to he about to outrap everybody. So he did have that fear in people at one point, man. Yeah. So I, I look, man. I, I, I don't care for the new music now as much, but I can't take that away, man. He, he, he had his, he had his great run where he was like nobody, like he never had the worst verse. Now, mm. now w- w- when we go back to like Renegade, we might, you know, we might, we might say Jay Z had the better verse, but. Um, at that time, man, Eminem was, he was pretty much out-rapping everybody, and it was nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I just don't like the revisionist history of people acting like they, the culture never fuck with Eminem, man. Like, yeah. he was one of the hot when he was hot, he was the hottest rapper, period. Yeah. Period, man. Like, and it's not a vanilla ice effect of just white people liking him. Everybody wanted to collab with him. He was writing for Dre. Like he was doing shit that people loved, man. And now people yeah. look back and be like, that, "Oh, that, Snoop Dogg!" Like, "Oh, I could live without that." Yeah, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. they they had a nice little roster. Uh, roster. Uh, yeah. Aftermath. They, you had Dre. You had Eminem. Fifty Cent. And it was it was like damn. <laughs> and then eventually yep. got Buster Rhymes. Yeah. So it's just like damn. Like no, nah, he no. Nah, I look. I he and and then think. Is with Eminem, he was really a hip hop guy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like no phony Fugazi shit, and you know I love my man MGK. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't like it he up. it wasn't like he just got on and then started doing some other shit. Mm-hmm. He stayed hip hop, man. He he might have went a little pop because that was working, but he was all, like he was always about the, uh, the rap, the rap game, man, hip hop. Yeah, 
Um, one thing we didn't talk about, but I guess it was also controversial, was uh, Snoop Dogg at number nine. Mm. Um, I know Maul of the Maul and Rory podcast, I believe he said that Snoop shouldn't be in anybody's top ten. Mm. What do you think about that? Um, I can kind of see why he's saying that because I think right now it's kind of that, you know, you live too long. And we seen you from beginning to, you know, current. And I can see why he's saying that, but I think it's, I think it's hard to like. I don't know. To me, I can't honestly, man. Like, I don't know how you feel about Vince Carter, the player. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at him as like a Vince Carter a little bit, like yeah. somebody that you know, you know, he was the man early on, but he kind of played. He kind of played this role where he lasted for like 21, 22 years. And he was still the man. At, 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 you know, I ain't going to say still the man, but he was still hanging around and well-respected. So uh, I would look at him like that. Maybe he shouldn't, maybe he should, shouldn't be in top 10, but he shouldn't be far down the list. Like, I feel like that's a little disrespectful to feel like he, he way down the list. But I do think he... He's a prime example of him being around too long, him, you know, changing his whole image. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people probably think he's a little corny and all this other shit. But early Snoop, psh, man, he was he was probably the best. He's probably the best rapper out of death row, man. No, Snoop Dogg to this day, I think he had the most anticipated solo album ever in hip hop. I don't think anybody, I don't think any any album was an, as anticipated as Doggy Style was. And it actually delivered when it came out. Um, but my my controversial take, well, my conspiratorial take, I think Kanye West was higher in his list initially, but then the controversy happened in his comments, and then they pushed him down. Mm. And I think they lifted Snoop Dogg up. <laughs> because mm. think about it. Snoop being above Kanye is crazy, man. Snoop being above Kanye yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Like, and I like Snoop Dogg. I think he is underrated, honestly, in his album quality. Like, look, he has, he doesn't have a lot of classic, classic albums, but he, for a long time, he put out solid work, man. I like the blue carpet treatment a lot when it came out. He reinvented himself a lot of times, but Kanye's discography until very recently has been like unfuckwittable. Mm. At this point. So mm. to put Snoop above him is kind of wild, man. So I, my conspiratorial take is that they put Kanye, they pushed Kanye down after the Jewish rants and they boosted a safer rapper as Snoop Dogg. So that's yeah. the top 10. So where is Kanye? I need Kanye realize- is number 11 under Nicki Minaj. Okay. 10. Yeah, I didn't even realize Kanye wasn't in the top 10. Yeah, he he narrowly is not in the top 10. He is uh, below Nicki Minaj. He was number 10, which is also, mm. look, they got to cater to the women, I guess. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, Tab says, I saw Ken the Man's name in the news this week. What did she do again? I think she had a new songs drop. Yeah, she had I a, saw a clip of it. Yeah, she has, uh, had a video. Yeah. yeah. Video, not my end. 
Yep. Yeah, not my yeah. Negro. Jump, jumping on the fuck niggas wave, but hey, I support it. She's a friend of the show, so yeah, whatever. Shout out to Ken. Shout out to my girl Ken. Yes, you need to get her on the show again, man. What are your thoughts of like? Because I know Sierra had a song like, "This is for my independent women who don't need no man," and she was getting clowned for it because she's happily married to a multi-millionaire and clear and probably recording in his house. Yeah. So what are your thoughts of like this wave of new music that's just focused on niggas ain't shit? Um like I'm fine with it if that's your image, but sometimes it start it, it started to look silly, especially coming from Sierra. Mm-hmm. It started to look silly coming from Beyonce, in my opinion. And um even honestly, even with City Girls. Because City Girls had the whole image of the scamming and using using dudes and all this other stuff. But then it's like, young Miami get pregnant. <laughs> it's like, like, you in a full-blown relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you over here talking about you don't need no dude and all this other stuff. And, and you in a full-blown mm-hmm. relationship with another producer. So I, I think, man, it, this, this kind of, you know, I don't want to take it to this level, but it's kind of my conspiracy of these record labels want you to make a certain type of song or certain type of music. And that might, that might not even be your thing. We kind of had that talk about Meg making the sexual music. And, you know, we kind of questioned if she was even into that type, that type of stuff. So, um, I think that's what it is now. In my opinion, I I feel like labels that kind of like the movie game where you look at movies one movie hit it off real good, and then now you see them trying to make that same movie over and over and over and over, the the, the Jordan Peele shit. So I think it's kind of like that with these female rappers, these labels like, hey, you need to make a, a song to empower women or talk about how you don't need no man and how you cheat on a man and all this other stuff. And I think, it, honestly, the music sound good. But I think now every female rapper is trying to do that now. Trying to every female rapper is a pimp. They trying to you know they playing all of these dudes. They doing whatever they want. They they embracing themselves. They having fun type of thing. Yeah, I mean, part of me wants to admit that it's gone both ways, and part of me wants to be like, okay, maybe this is just payback for all the shit men have talked about women and raps, you know, because. Niggas been shitting on women and bitches and all this shit and rap for a long time, man. So maybe part of me wants to think like maybe this is just the the come up, the comeback from that. So I can't be too mad at it, but it's starting to feel too manufactured, man. I knew it when I saw a snippet of a new Chloe song and the first words out of her mouth were fuck nigga, fuck nigga, fuck nigga. Oh, God. She was singing it. She was like, fuck nigga, fuck nigga, fuck nigga. Like, that's the first thing in the song, man. And the song is called Pray It Away, by the way, if you want to hear it yourself. But, like, the first thing she's talking about is, fuck nigga, this nigga did me dirty, fuck him. And it's like, okay. I mean, I don't know. It's like, it, it's just starting to feel manufactured now. And it's yeah. like, no, no, look, R&B is just... I guess I don't care about it in hip hop because hip hop is always going to be like braggadocious talking shit. Yeah. But it's like R&B is starting to annoy me, man. 
Like, does all R&B have to be this shit? Does Beyonce's R&B have to be this shit, too? I don't know. I'm sick. Yeah. Speaking of Beyonce, uh, did you see that Stephanie Mills clip? No, I didn't. Okay, we got to pull this up because I want your thoughts on it, man. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, people are getting at her because she was on a, here we go, I found it. Um, okay, play this shit. I'm going to put it on the rundown. Uh-oh, um, I see an article. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, I'll put this uh, at the last under topics. I'm just link it there. And uh, Stephanie Mills was talking about Beyonce, and people got very upset. And I, this probably was a Vlad TV interview, it looks like. Man, I you wish can we compare. Could, I wish we could get to a point like Vlad TV. This motherfucker no. be getting everybody. People man. talk. People talk shit, and he doesn't even do all the uh, all the interviews too. So if yeah. people want to listen to an interview, sometimes, so, a lot of sometimes times like him doing it. Sometimes it'd be a laptop there. Yeah, and they be sitting there talking to the <laughs> laptop. Look, as much shit as you want to talk about Vlad and Vlad TV, he probably has the best like hip-hop interview or interview show period on YouTube. He gets everybody. Like, the, the Smokey Robinson interview was amazing. He gets everybody, man. Yeah. Other people out here interviewing, like, Lil Durk's mom and shit or, or dead yeah. rapper's parents and all that. It's like... Yeah. But he gets actual legends on the show, man. Yeah, it's not like Adam 22. Yeah, Interviewing somebody from Chicago. Some rapper you never heard of. Yeah. So he probably has the best YouTube channel out mm. right now, interview yeah. wise. I went down the rabbit hole and I'm sitting there. I he had an interview with uh J.R. Ryder. I'm yes. like, damn, I ain't see J.R. Ryder. It was re it was like two months mm-hmm. ago. I'm like, damn. I ain't, and he was talking about the you know whole dipset thing. I'm like, dang. He has like good music interviews, period. I remember one I saw a few years ago, he had like the last, the the surviving member of Millie Vanilli, mm. the group that got caught lip syncing yeah. and all that shit. And it was actually a really good interview, man. I saw his side of view and I was like, damn, they got fucked over. Damn. But I, he has yeah. good interviews, man, on his channel. Yeah. I, I just hate how he talks too much on him. That's one thing I don't like. Yeah. But <laughs> Tab says Black also pays very well. Yeah, I think he does pay. He is an interview people, but I mean, if he can get them. Yeah, he get more money out of it, so. Exactly. Might as well give him something. So let's play this video got that got the beehive all in the tizzy from Stephanie Mills. I don't think you can compare Beyonce to Diana Ross. I uh, mean, Diana Ross. No, just Ra- in terms of stardom? In terms of stardom, it's still different. It's still, I mean, Diana is... Is glamour and and you know mm. Beyonce is 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 glamour. It's just different. It's hip hop. I consider uh, Beyonce hip hop. I consider Uh-oh. Diana R and B and pop no. and and just I consider her royalty. Oh, Diana, no. I've always wanted to be like Diana. And when I saw Lady Sings the Blues and I would go to her shows in Vegas, they were always so wonderful and 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 classy and everything diana ross is the epitome of of beauty and class to me Mm. Ah, you know you and i were talking offline and i agree with so much of your perspective on this one because i see beyonce i see as everything you just said i don't see her as hip-hop i don't she's she's i see her more like hip-hop than anything 
Mm-hmm. And I still think she's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But it's two different generations. Two, it's just totally different to me. So, Figgy, oh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Do you think Beyonce is hip-hop? I, me, personally, I don't think she's hip-hop. But I can see where somebody like Stephanie Mills, from where she came from, where she was brought up into, I can see where she felt like that's a little hip-hop more than R&B. Because, look, when Diana Ross was around, it was no hip-hop. And, you know, it was straight singing. It wasn't, you know, Beyonce is kind of, you know, her last couple projects, more sing, rapping a little bit. And I like it. I think it's creative. But I can see where uh, Stephanie Mills is kind of like, like they two different people, which I agree with. I think to me, I feel like it's hard to compare. uh, uh, I I think the best comparison is Diana Ross and Beyonce. Because, you know, they both was in a group. They went solo and, you know, they got bigger. She was the, they both was the star and they got bigger and all that stuff. But I think it's two different, way two different eras of music, man. That's like comparing, that's like comparing, uh, you know, Wilt Chamberlain to, to like a, uh, I think Shaq is a little too loose because that was kind of mm-hmm. close to that era, but. That's like Jokic or something, yeah. Yeah, that's like comparing them to uh, Jokic, and it's like, man, it was <laughs> it's, it was totally different times back then, and you know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't, I really don't like the comparison of Beyonce better than Diana Ross because that just sounds nuts. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people in today's uh, today's um, day and age, they always bring up the numbers. Like, look, she putting up Michael Jackson numbers. She doing this. She doing that. Uh, what was Diana Ross doing? It's like, damn, Diana Ross was in the 60s, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was segregation, segregation in the 60s. Um, Diana Ross was the girl. She was she was the girl in the 70s. So it's hard to, you know, compare those two. But I totally get where she's coming from, man. Um, I, I, I don't think it's hip-hop. But I can see where that I mean because a lot of those beats are damn near hip hop beats, and Beyonce is rapping a little bit, uh, sing rapping. You can say if it's good or bad or what, but it's it's a little sing rappy, uh, a little trappy, a little trap soul. Yeah. So I kind of I get where she's coming from. I'm not mad at it, but. It sounds nuts coming from Stephanie Mills saying, oh, you know, Diana Ross was more R&B and glamour. Beyonce more hip-hop. Is, and it, ratchet. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of make it sound like you shitting on Beyonce, which yeah. is not I mean, she low-key is. She was trying to be diplomatic about it. Yeah. Let's call it what it is, man. Yeah. And look, I ain't mad at it. To, to clarify the question, because I looked back and saw where this came from, um, the comment the interviewer made was, they were talking about Diana Ross, and the commenter, the interviewer said Diana Ross was like Beyonce before Beyonce, mm. which is kind of disrespectful because, yeah. like, I get people need a modern reference for things, but Diana Ross was 
it, it would be more respectful to say Beyonce was Diana Ross yeah, of her that's, generation. That's like saying Michael Jordan was LeBron before LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, Diana Ross was the face. She was the queen of R&B. She was the queen of black music. And to say, like, she to compare her to Beyonce, I can get where Stephanie got a little spicy with that. Yeah. Um, Tony Scott said, who did Miss Ross have to compete with versus Beyonce? I mean, Aretha Franklin. Like, there was a lot of female artists out in that Motown era. But it wasn't as, like, look, black music Black music wasn't as big as it is now. Um, not worldwide and global, of course. Music has gotten way bigger. But to be fair, when you think about the era Beyonce came up in, that was definitely when hip hop had infused with R&B versus Diana Ross's music, which was just the classical era of R&B and black music for us, you know? So I get where she says that. I, like, like you, I wouldn't classify Beyonce as a rap artist, but to be fair, she's rapping now. Yeah. She's cussing and everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know. I get it. Yeah. And I'm not mad, but I see, of course, the Beehive took it wrong, and they think you know, if you say anything even remotely shady towards Beyonce that you're hating and you're wrong because she's the best that's ever done it. Yeah. And I don't agree, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, to Tony uh, Tony Scott, shout out to Tony Scott. She, I mean, um, uh, she did have Aretha Franklin go, going against Aretha Franklin for all those years. Mm-hmm. She ain't no easy. <laughs> there ain't no easy out. You had Shaka Khan, who yeah, who was the girl back then, especially during that disco era. Uh, of course, Diana Ross. You had um, you had a lot. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like it was uh, Diana Ross and nobody else. It was some it was some good female artists then, man. You had uh, Donnie Wart. You had Donna Summer. You had some people yeah. there. It wasn't. It was no easy out, man. <laughs> and I feel like it's more of an easy out for Beyonce than it was for Di- uh, Diana Ross. Yeah, because Army's ass now. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, Beyonce, I mean, who Beyonce going against? Who's, yeah, exactly, Chloe? Rihanna? <laughs> like, I think Rihanna don't make music no more. Yeah. Who Who is Beyonce's competition now in the Army yeah, space? Everybody is scared of Beyonce, man. Everybody yeah. step aside for Beyonce. I mean, maybe Adele. <laughs> so uh, who did Beyonce really have to go against? Even when she was coming up, like Maya, Aaliyah died, yeah. like Sierra, people who just naturally fell she, off. Yeah, and she Beyonce just outlasted them. To be honest, yeah, but yeah, and she and um and even like when you look at rappers, man, you look at somebody like a Jay Z. As much as I love Jay Z, he he had some competition, man. Yeah, <laughs> he was going. It was a lot of people that came and and went because I seen somebody with a post saying that uh, Jay Z was never at any point the hottest rapper in the game, like the top dog in the game at mm-hmm. some point. And uh, I I could kind of see where he's coming from, but man, like I think Beyonce, I don't think Beyonce had it like that where it was just so much tough competition and she had to stand out some type of way. Yeah. And Tony Scott says, okay, that was the point he was making. The point he was making, I guess, was that Diana Ross had more to compete against than Beyonce, yeah. which I understand. Uh, we that. agree. We agree with that. 
White Christina, what's up, Christina? She <laughs> says Adele. She's an Adele fan. I know she's gonna say Adele. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I like look, I get it. But of course, people look, the older generation just don't vibe with Beyonce like that, man. Let's let's be real. And yeah. I get why. You yeah. know, it's a different type of R and B music, man. Yeah. And if you grew up idolizing Diana Ross, you're not gonna idolize Beyonce like that. But Yeah, and and to Beyonce's point, let's say let's say Beyonce, you know, never she stayed in her lane. The lane she had mm -hmm. was the whole Destiny Child type of music, and then once she went solo, she had the Beyonce. Uh, I forgot the name of that the B Day album, little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Let's let's say she just stuck with that, just regular R and B. Would she be as big as she is now? Or would she kind of die off a little bit where, you know, she wouldn't be as big because she's making just regular R&B. So Beyonce, she she took it a step further, man. And you ain't going to please, I mean, where she's at now, you ain't going to please the old school R&B fans. They're going to look at that as pop. They're going to, you know, some going to look at this rap, hip hop. And I totally get it. I don't disagree with people who feel like she a little too hip hop or, you know, a little too vulgar, but. That I mean, if she didn't do that, she probably we probably wouldn't even be talking about it like this. It'd probably be no beehive. Yeah. Beyonce is kind of like the LeBron James of her era, I feel. You know, newer artists want to newer people, this new generation want to say he's the best ever. She, she better the than Michael Jackson and all who that. Who lived stuff. through exactly people who lived through the nineties and eighties and seventies and sixties, they're not gonna agree, man. Yeah. But it is what it is. So yeah. <laughs> I think people, she got an unfair amount of smoke for that opinion, but whatever. The Beyonce is crazy. <laughs> yeah, at least that I love Stephanie Mills too. I always Me too, listen to man. Stephanie Mills. She, Who did she what, she, she was against Shaka Khan at versus, right? Yeah, drunk yeah, ass she Shaka that Khan. Shit, man. She, she was getting that shit. she was getting down too. She yeah, was I, I was so disappointed in Shaka Khan. I'm a Shaka <laughs> Khan stand. I was so disappointed in her, man. I couldn't believe she came out like that. <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> she was sloppy drunk too, man. Yeah, she was fucked up. She oh was fucked damn. up. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I want to go to a Stephanie Mills concert. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I'd be down for it. <laughs> yeah, she still look good too. Yeah, mm -hmm, I would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd knock it down. Um, other things that happened this week. Oh, the brat got pregnant at 48. Yeah. Tony Scott says, where do you draw the line? What's R&B and what's hip hop? I mean, there is no line now, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I mentioned, like, it, I mentioned it earlier um, with the whole, you know, is this R&B? Is this rap? Because mm -hmm. I think I was I, I was talking about um, Don Tolliver. I don't know what the hell he is. I don't know if he's an R&B yeah. artist. I don't know if he's a hip hop artist. Um, trap soul. I don't know what that is. So... I don't know where the line is, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think nah. There is no line anymore, man. They have it's merged just music. into like the same thing. <laughs> like you got artists like Ty Dolla Sign and Tory Lanez. What are they, man? Yeah. Are they rap? Are they R and B? It's all mixed together in one hodgepodge of bullshit at this point, man. And to be fair, like I love the era of like '90s R and B, but that's when the bullshit started. Yeah, <laughs> like that's when hip hop started taking off, and every song had to have like a rap part in it. Yeah, every R and B single had to have a rapper on it, 
everything. And that's really when the shit got mixed up and cobbled together. Now, what I do, what I do appreciate about that is the rap. Whenever you get the rapper on, they stay in their lane. Yeah, it's not like uh, Aaliyah is trying to rap. Yeah, or you got Ghostface Killer that's trying to sing, even though he did try to (laughs) sing a little bit. But you don't have Raekwon. You ain't had what Fifty Cent was doing, where Mm -hmm. he just isolated the R&B artists and started singing his own hooks. So I will get credit. I I enjoy some of the R&B songs with uh, with Wu Tang on there rapping over the R&B song. (laughs) So I I enjoyed that. But uh, I think it start kind of messing up a little bit. Uh, I kind of blame Fifty Cent a little bit on that. Yeah. Because he, you know, he Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. I, I, I'll probably get the credit to Ja Rule with mm-hmm. the uh, singing a little bit, and Fifty Cent stole that. Yep. But um, I think that's where it kind of started too. Uh, Tony says grape drink is not the same as grape juice, and it don't matter if you mix it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, it's I don't know what tradi- like I don't. It's just hard to even categorize now at this point. That's yeah. why they, I think that's low key why they have so many categories for R&B and rap now. Yeah. Because it's like best melodic rap song or some shit like that. Yeah. That would normally be like R&B, but they're trying to separate it and yeah, trying to keep because, like real R&B separate from this yeah. rap R&B. Yeah, because now I think Don Tyler will fall in the category of melodic. Yeah, because you kind of rap singing a little bit. You can't effect. put him against like. Well, to be fair, I think they put uh, what's his name, Robert uh, what's the I'm blanking on everybody's fucking name. The dude that Chris Brown was mad at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm losing everybody's damn name now, man. I think I'm g- getting dementia. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, Robert, it was uh, Robert, Robert Glass- Glasper. That's right, Glasper. Robert Glasper. Yeah. Um. So it's like. Yeah, you can't put Don Tolliver and like Robert Glasper in the same category. Yeah. But yeah. And that, he says that's why Stephanie Mills said what she said. Yeah, but it was misunderstood as shade at Beyonce. So Yeah. And yeah, like I said, I, I totally get where she's coming from, but just knowing how people are, they go they gonna be like, Oh no, blah, blah. And, and, you know, a lot of people younger people probably don't know who Stephanie Mills is. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna look at her as old and bitter, but yeah, I think she have a point, man. It's it's two different eras, man. You can't, you know, it, it's totally different. So you can't you can't even like compare them, man. You not compare. You can't compare freaking Bob Cousy to Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook, man. Like it's two different eras, man. Yeah, Tony Scott says it sounds like you guys agree with Mrs. Mills. Is that true? Yes. I mean, I yeah. see where she's coming from. Like I like I said, I wouldn't consider Beyonce a rap artist. But if you're comparing her, I don't think she compares favorably to Diana Ross either. Like I think Beyonce's style of R&B is not comparable to Deanna, Deanna Ross's. Yeah. Diana Ross's style of R&B. Yeah, Diana Ross, you know, was it was a different type of R&B back then. And then Diana Ross got into the disco shit. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she started from the sixty with the the uh, which I forgot what you call that shit, but the uh, you know the old school Motown where all that yeah. shit sound the same. She started there. She got into her own solo shit, R and B shit, the disco shit. 
So, uh, yeah, she kind of went, kind of went with the flow a little bit, and uh, kind of stayed true to herself a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but um, like, look, it's a different era. If Diana Ross was around now, she'd be making the same type of R and B like everybody else does. So, yeah, she actually the area yeah, you're in. Yeah, she actually came out with a song last year. Yeah. I think it was uh, so, I don't know if it's some type of soundtrack or what, but. The song sound it was like a funky little song. I think I, mm-hmm. I can't remember if Pharrell produced it or what. Somebody somebody well known produced it and it sounded really good. But she was still kind of in that little funk disco type of yeah. mode. So like I said, I can, you can't compare those two, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough too, man. My mom's still mad at me because um Dana Ross had a uh, Vegas residency. And my mom has always wanted to go to a Diana Ross concert. She loves Diana Ross. And I said I would take her. But then my mom went to Vegas for, like, my dad's birthday. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to take you twice. Fuck that. <laughs> now she's mad. <laughs> so she's like, you told me you would take me to Diana Ross. You didn't. I'm like, well, yeah, you already went to Vegas. So whatever. <laughs> but uh, I'll try again. Oh, I'll take she your mom to Vegas, again. man. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Um, other things that happened this week, man. Let's move on. Uh, uh, the brat got pregnant, a geriatric pregnancy at forty-eight years old. I hope she makes it. I mean, that's a that's old pregnancy. That that's scary, man. I see a lot of people on social media. Pretty much, it was they were being funny with it. Like, oh, I thought she was the man of the relationship and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. I was more shocked that she was forty-eight years old. You know, going through a pregnancy. That's a little. That's a little scary. She looked good though. She looked really good, but I that was more shocking to me than her actually being pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't say hope she's safe, hope everything goes well. Good yeah. for them, but we'll see. Good for them. Yeah. Um, I've seen rumors about Adidas might strike a deal with Kanye to sell the remaining inventory. Because they stand to lose like a billion dollars in unsold Yeezy stock. So there is potentially rumored that they might at least try to make something work where they can sell their remaining Yeezys. <laughs> and what do you think about this, Figgy? I think it's freaking hilarious that they willing to crawl back to Kanye at the pretty much raking this man through the coals because their stock is falling down. And mm-hmm. I remember everybody said, oh, they'll be just fine. Adidas been around for a long time. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. And they ain't worried about Kanye. Or, or they ain't going to do nothing but remake his shoe anyway. And uh, people will still buy them. All, all this other stuff, man. And I just think it's funny how they crawling back. So... Like, look, man, it was so popular for everybody to, you know, disown Kanye and pull all his endorsements and stop doing business with him. But now when y'all want to, you know, sell some stuff, y'all want to work out something. Now, I don't know how bad how uh, how bad Kanye need the money or need to, you know, get back in bed with him. But if he don't need them, I would be like, (laughs) peace. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I would probably try to you take advantage of that and try to go somewhere else. I don't know if you want to go somewhere else, but I'll be like, nope. <laughs> because that's that's insane. So 
So it's cool for me to go back now because y'all losing money. But at the time, y'all was fine with just letting me go because of my comments. Like that, to me, that don't even make sense because if you really cared about the comments, you you would never come crawling back to me ever because those comments, I, I still made those comments. So why, you know, so now that y'all in the big bind, y'all want to come back crawling to me? I think that's I think that's super hilarious, man. I ain't think that was going to happen like that. Well, to be fair, this is just a rumor, and I haven't seen anything like official reporting this. I first heard about this on a blog, like one of the blog fucking Instagram things. So I don't know how true this is, man. So I don't I don't want to we shouldn't re- talk about it like it's something that's definitely happening. But the fact that this is a conversation is kind of funny if it is a conversation. Because, yeah. like, look, it, this proves to you, man, corporations only care about money. There's no morals in this shit. Like, any any moral grandstanding by a company is just done to lessen the PR blow. It's not because, oh, we, we love Jews so much that we're, we're cutting our ties. Or we love black people so much we're cutting our ties with somebody. It's just to lessen the blow of the PR blowback. But it's not like... A company puts profits, especially a company as big as Adidas, they put profits and shareholders above everything. Okay. Yeah. If it was fashionable to be racist, they would be racist. Yeah. Okay. There's no moral grandstanding with these companies, man. They only care about money. They only got rid of Kanye because, number one, he was basically forcing them to. Okay. Yeah. He was really forcing their hand. He was saying, I can say whatever I want and these won't drop me. Yeah. So at that point, they had to drop them. Yeah. But so it's like it, it, it is what it is. I'm not surprised if it actually happens or if it's actually being discussed. I'm not surprised. Okay. Adidas don't really care about anything but money, like every company out there. Yeah. So I'm a little, that's su- why I'm a little surprised because I felt like this was a sensitive comment. Like the whole, you know, the uh the Jewish comments and all that stuff that very sensitive. And we seen what happened with um Kyrie Irving, where Nike pretty much threw mm-hmm. him out. So I, w- I was kinda shocked that they came I mean, I don't like I said, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm shocked the conversation even uh is this. That they, you know, considering working with them again because I ain't think nobody, I ain't think they would work with them again. But for for the simple fact that it's even, you know, might be in talks or you know rumors, I think that's a little bit shocking. I would be shocked, honestly. I would be shocked. Same thing. Let's talk about Kyrie Irving. I would be shocked if Nike decides to, you know, come crawling back to Kyrie Irving. Like I would be like, wait, what? Because now I'm at now it's like what do y'all really care about at this point? Let's like just just be honest. Like stop. Like at this point, I would be like, I, I would wish people just quit overreacting to everything. Like if somebody say something outlandish, you don't have to react to it. Like you can put out a statement or something like that. But I guess we in the day and age where people try to you know pull their endorsements, pull the, you know, company away from them and drop them from this, drop them from that. And then I feel like people forget that we don't care after 10 minutes. 
After 10 minutes, we own to something else. And now they sitting there stuck with a whole bunch of Yeezys that don't nobody want, probably. So I wonder if these companies are going to just try to sit tight and just wait for the blowback to happen. And then once it's, it's done, then, you know, come back to the table. I know the Kanye is a little mm-hmm. different because he was clearly trying to, I don't know, he, I'm, he was clearly trying to get out. But the stuff with, like, Kyrie Irving and all that stuff, I'm, I'm kind of curious if they just going to, you know, put the, you know, stuff on pause or just kind of sweep it under the rug, like how, how they kind of did with Colin Kaepernick, how they just kind of kept it to the side a little bit. And then once it got cool again, they say, oh, yeah, let's put mm-hmm. out this Nike commercial or let's make these shirts. I wonder if they're going to start doing that now because clearly they – you know, it was a uh, just a reaction to, I guess, the public. So they wanted yeah. to make it look like they're doing something, but on check the temperature, maybe make it cool yeah. down a little bit. Yeah, they they didn't cut the temperature off. <laughs> they didn't mm-hmm. even cut it down. They just cut it off. So uh, I don't know. I, I I did think that was a little bit surprising because I thought the the uh, anti-Semitic comments was a big deal. <laughs> And I thought they was making a a point to, you know, never mess with anybody like that. So now I wonder how people that was offended over those comments, how they feel if if this is true, that they're trying to, you know, get them back on board with something. Yeah. So are people going to boycott Adidas? I will say, like, uh, the only thing I've heard of from Adidas since this has been them talking about how much money they're going to lose because of Kanye. Yeah. And it's been a lot of them tempering expectations with their shareholders, tempering like we're going to lose billions, we're going to lose a billion dollars at least from this Kanye deal, but we did the right thing. And it's like the fact that you keep bringing up how much money you're losing means you're really worried about it. Yeah. And if you could get it back, you would. If you really did this because it was the right thing to do, you would just eat that billion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah. the fact that it keeps being brought up in these reports and stories means you're really concerned about it. Yeah. Which means they definitely would get it back if they could somehow have them do something to make it better and check the temperature and see if it would be okay to sell the remaining stock. They would definitely do it. Yeah, so. and and I realized too, man. Um, Kanye was a big deal over at Adidas. He mm-hmm. was probably probably bigger than any other outside of the soccer jerseys and stuff. He was probably, if not the biggest thing over there. And this is like I brought up Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving have a very popular shoe too, but they also had LeBron over there. They also had Michael Jordan over there. They they have way more people over there, so. At that point, who give a shit about Kyrie Irving? <laughs> we got Kevin Durant, too. They got a lot of people over there. But Adidas, let's be honest, man. Who? I mean, what kind of Adidas are you buying? <laughs> I, I mean, if it's not Kanye shoes, what's the mass majority getting over there at, at Adidas when it comes to sneakers? Like, I wasn't that crazy about Adidas like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see some cool shoes, I get them. But it seemed like Kanye was the face of Adidas. So when they let go their main man, to me, that's like letting go Jordan or letting go LeBron. 
you're going to lose billions of dollars if you let go of the main guy. So I think they kind of they I think they knew that, but they I think they was focused on fixing the, the the whole PR thing because he was saying some crazy stuff. So I think they thought they was doing the right thing, but now they you know they got to deal with what they did. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I keep getting distracted by the music videos. You got a DMX, How's It Going Down video in the background right now. <laughs> so the games of Bleem Tate, the whole time going down. The song in the song, but I got to know now. <laughs> By DMX impression. Um, Tony Scott says, if what you say is true, can we make it fashionable to support the black community? I mean, I think it is fashionable. I think we do support the black community, but to be fair... How many black shoe companies are there? Like, what are we what are we gonna wear on our feet, man? Big baller brand. Like, we we got what black owned? Like, put me on to some black owned shoe companies that don't tear up your feet, like Lonzo Ball, who needs like a new knee. Yeah, fucking have to wear them big baller brand shoes, man. Done <laughs> fucked up his whole career. So, um. Yeah, put me on to some black-owned shoe companies, and I'd be happy to patronize yeah. them. Yeah, in the perfect world, I think people would love to, you know, support black-owned businesses when it comes to shoes and stuff like that. But I don't think they all out there like that, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man, but uh, we'll see. Um, other things that happened this week. Um, oh yeah, an an update on the Drake story about we did report about him allegedly having to uh do a deposition for the XXX Tentacion murder trial. Apparently, he will not have to do that. Yeah. Apparently, he will not be forced to sit for a deposition in the murder trial after a judge granted the Canadian rapper's motion to avoid sitting down for an interview. So he will not have to now. I always thought like I, I, I figured it was not gonna happen because <laughs> I, I couldn't find the reasoning for it to happen. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it did because you know he's gonna make some type of verse or freestyle. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> no, it, he's gonna reference this in a song. They tried to send me to court. <laughs> yeah. I stand the trial. I ain't snitching on nobody. <laughs> He's gonna reference this in a song, trust me. But um, yeah, there there seemed to be no basis in in him sitting down for anything. I mean, none of the defendants brought his name up or said he was responsible for anything. Yeah. So it was I don't just get, it was the, the lawyer. The lawyer was just trying to make a talk, spectacle out yeah, of this. He, like. he was just talking out of his ass. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> Also, in other Drake news, he apparently has an interview coming out soon, or it maybe already came out, or maybe coming out at some point. He sat down with Lil Yachty, one of his good friends, and he is apparently teasing some kind of uh, oncoming retirement. He basically said um, in his interview that he has been introducing the concept of a graceful exit. Mm. So I, I would assume graceful exit means a retirement from music. Now, is it a Jay-Z retirement or 
who actually retired from making music and didn't make any anymore? I can't even think of anybody. So <laughs> the only one I could think of off the top of my head is like Joe somebody Biden. who got no somebody uh, who announced a retirement. Oh, okay. Retired. Oh, okay. Nah, I don't, I don't count like a Queen Latifah who <laughs> stopped making music because she got famous acting. Yeah. But like somebody who said, I'm retiring. This from is my last project. Time. I'm done yes. after this. I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Yeah. But um, what do you think about this figure? Do you think it's actually going to happen? And how long do you think Drake has left in the rap game? I think he got as long as he uh, as he want to have, man. And um, I was talking, I think I talked to you about this, but uh, I was talking to somebody else about this, how Drake, he, he went about it the right way when it comes to... Um, working with other artists, showing homage to other people, other uh, legendary artists, and not really getting on anybody's bad side outside of, like, the Pusha T's and the uh, Meek Mills and all that stuff. But he, like, him, you know, showing love to Dipset, him showing love to all these battle rappers and stuff like that, him showing love to everybody down here in Houston, it make it where everybody love him and will support him because he show love. And so I think honestly, I think that's the only reason he lasts as long as he did, man. Because, you know, him showing love, being a, you know, lack of a better word, groupie to other legendary artists, to Wu Tang and all that stuff, they, you know, they fuck with him, man. And I think that's why he's still kind of around but um i think he to me in the perfect world i think he did an, I, I think the only thing that's missing from drake's cat, uh, catalog is a full-blown rap album i don't think we're gonna get that because i think his bread and butter is a little r&b but um if he had a full-blown rap album i think he could gracefully uh gracefully exit and be good because I think he, he I, I I just don't know what type of motivation he got left because he did everything he's on he was on everybody's song at one point he had number one songs charting songs he I think he did it all man as a uh as an artist so uh, I could totally see him you know not releasing any more projects like this outside of little EPs or little, you know, two packs and all that shit. But um he getting older. I think he's trying to get into other shit. And uh I could I I can see focus on his son a little bit. I, I see him and the son did a uh interview with Barstool, mm-hmm. which was kind of funny. And um I think he got a whole nother life outside of music. And I think he could be entertaining. <laughs> Even I, I know you, uh, you you seen that um, that video of him congratulating LeBron. And oh no, I didn't. Yeah, when he won the uh, when LeBron uh, scored the the points, mm-hmm. and he had like a little video, you know, the tribute video everybody was doing, and Drake had one, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm." It was kind of funny. It was Drake. It was Drake kind of funny, where he was in his gym in Akron. It was like, yeah, it had to go where it all started, and then somebody ripped out, ripped out the background, and he was in a strip mm. club, and he was like, oh yeah, well I'm in the strip club. Say hi to LeBron, guys. 
and the girls was like waving and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I could I could see him doing a some type of funny ass show or getting into movies and stuff like that where he originally started. So um, I could see him leaving music alone and just becoming some type of um, like star in something else. Yeah, I mean, I can see him doing like a Jay Z type of retirement where. He's not. He's still releasing music, but it's it's longer in between releases. Yeah, you know, and I think that would help him. I've said for a while. I think Drake should take a break. I think he doesn't want to when he's like the hottest rapper out, and still does crazy numbers. Yeah, but I honestly feel like he doesn't have a lot to rap about, and we don't really anticipate his albums as much as we really should. I guess considering his stature. Like he dropped two albums last year, man. Yeah, that, that's that's quite a bit, and so I think he needs to let people miss him a little bit. Yeah. You know, so do something else, and then come back when people are hungry for it, and drop something. Yeah. But I don't know. I I, I don't see him retiring from music ever completely, but I could see him making something like a black album. And then being like, okay, I'm not going to drop until like three, four years from now or something like that. So I can see that happening, but I think he'll always make music. I think he'll always do features. I think he always going to want to record, man. Yeah. Tony Scott says it's time for him to build his label. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if we saw somebody come out of Drake's camp who was actually nice with it. You yeah, know. I, th- I think the problem is a lot of the people in his camp is writing for helping him. Yeah, they they in the tents as the <laughs> yeah. jokes go. He has tents set up in his studio. People just sleep and write his songs. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe they can actually use their own songs at this point and actually use their own work. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know who he even has on OVO at this point. Yeah, um, let me see OVO artists. Yeah, I don't know. Because th- Let's then- look and see if we... Okay, Majid, Roy Woods, I've heard of him. Pop Can, Bacchanot Nice. I've heard of some of these people. Smiley, mm. Naomi Sharon, Party Next Door, we all know him. Division, I didn't know that was an OVO artist. I, I didn't either. Majid Jordan, heard of him. Um, so people we've heard of, but yeah. they're not nearly as big as Drake is. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see all these people. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they can, maybe you can focus on them. Uh, <laughs> Taz says he needs to go back to acting. Yeah, he is a charismatic guy. I'll give him that much. He's a charismatic guy. He's funny. I think he couldn't act. The problem is Drake is so big that he can't, like he had to do something like Lady Gaga where he just stops making music and only does acting for us to take him seriously. Yeah. He has to do like a serious role. Got, yeah. He can't be playing Drake. Yeah. In a movie for us to take him as seriously as an actor. He got to do something way outside the box. I don't know if you're going to do all that. But yeah. I can see yeah. him. I can see him because he seemed like a type of guy that liked to joke on himself a little bit, be that funny, awkward, corny dude. It seemed like that's his type of humor. Mm-hmm. I can see him. Remember that show Lil Dicky had? Yeah. I could see him doing a show like some type of a Drake show mm-hmm. that's kind of like that, just being some awkward, funny, dry humor type of guy. I could see him doing something like that. I don't know if he's up for it, but 
I can see him doing something like that, kind of doing his own shit. I can see. It. I know he good friends with the Drewski and all them people, so I can see it happening. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if he about to pull like a. Uh, I don't think he gonna be like a Will Smith or nothing, where mm-hmm. he just gets straight serious. But I can see him having his own production and making his own shit and being what he want to be and not like yeah. dipping into actual Hollywood trying to be a Denzel or um, Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. But I don't know. He could do whatever he wants. He got a lot of money and clout. So we'll see what's next for our mob ties brother. <laughs> Um, other things that happened. Oh yeah. Weinstein got 16 years added to his 20 year sentence. Uh, surprisingly, all the people who I thought cared about Harvey Weinstein and asked what about him? I didn't hear them react to this, man. (laughs) I didn't hear all the people who were clamoring for justice whenever R. Kelly got in trouble, whenever (laughs) any other black person got in trouble. And they said, what about Harvey Weinstein? (laughs) Why aren't they posting this on their feed, man? I thought they cared about justice. <laughs> I thought they wanted to see this man punished. Why does nobody care all of a sudden? It's funny. Uh, we was talking before the podcast, and I'm like, damn, is he, like, added to a 23-year sentence? I didn't even know he was in jail. <laughs> People didn't even know he was already locked up, I, man. I totally forgot, man. I, I wasn't the person that was sitting here saying, what about Harvey Weinstein? I just didn't care about him. I, I mean, not I, only has he been locked up, I actually remember this now. He's he tried his lawyers tried to get him out of prison because they said he was really sick. Oh and yeah, the judge COVID. Said no. It was like COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember and the that. judge denied it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that part now. But uh, I'm like, damn, I totally forgot about dude, man. <laughs> and it's weird because people still was bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, uh, y'all keep talking about this, but what about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, I'm just like, damn. So now the goalpost probably gonna move. It. What about all these uh, Hollywood directors? Yeah. <laughs> now who who else can what? Who's gonna be the next? What about? Mm. I know Chris Brown brought up a bunch of people, but a lot of them were like dead. Like you can't say now, fucking Elvis, man. Now, okay. He brought he, br- <laughs> he brought up a few. He brought up Charlie Sheen. Charlie like, Sheen. Don't give a shit about Charlie Sheen yeah. right now. I mean, man. He, he's strung out and he who knows where the fuck he is. He did yeah. get blackballed, man. When's the last time you yeah, seen Charlie what, Sheen in anything? Yeah, he left his he left two and a half men try to make his own show and that didn't yep. work out right. And that was it, man. <laughs> yep. So um, yeah, I don't know who's gonna be the next what about person people want to point fingers at whenever somebody black gets in trouble. What about so and so? But Jeffrey Epstein dead, and Harvey Weinstein is in prison for a long time. He's not going to live to see life outside of the bars at this point. Yeah, I'm really sitting here trying to think who else, uh, who else did something that somebody going to say, "Oh, well, what about him?" Um, Trump, but some niggas seem to like Trump, so I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I I have been seeing Trump that a little bit accusations. Too. Yeah. Trump had accusations, um, but I don't really know who else, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, who, who, like, when Chris Brown, to for Chris Brown to make a valid point, who were they going to say, what about this person? I don't know. Yeah. But we'll, I'm sure there's somebody people going to say, what about him? Yeah. 
But um, so, yeah, speaking of R. Kelly, he did get like another 20 year sentence, but it was going concurrently. So I think he's only going to do like one extra year added mm. to a sentence. So there's that. Yeah. So, yeah. Pouring off for both of them, man. I, I think that actually happened the same day, too, which was crazy. <laughs> so they both got sentenced the same day. Uh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein and R. Kelly. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> Surprised I didn't see more talk about that on Black News, man. Where What yeah. happened? I, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I saw somebody, uh, some girl tweeted about R. Kelly talking about... Uh, Talk about pretty much said the girls want them young girls wanted to fuck or something. Mm-hmm. Man, when I tell you she was getting roasted, I saw I saw yeah. the tweet before it was any quote tweets. Mm-hmm. And then the last time I checked, it was like five hundred quote tweets, one like and two retweets. I'm like, damn, they was going in. like you want to see people go in on people. Just uh, watch somebody tweet that say something positive about R. Kelly. They gonna call you a piece of shit. <laughs> they gonna tell you to kill yourself. They gonna say all type of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we got to a point where you won't find anybody that said I agree with you. <laughs> Everybody just like nah. You need to you need to be in jail with them. You need to do that. I be like damn. They getting disrespectful, man. Yeah. <laughs> now wait a minute. Now a woman said that right though. A woman Maybe said comment. that. Yes. Yes. See, a, wait. I thought we were supposed to believe women. Yeah. Okay. I saw Taylor Rooks on the Jesus and Meryl show, and she said, uh, listen to black women. So I'm listening to that black woman, okay? Her opinion is heard. I'm not going to trash her for having an opinion, okay? Y'all people, yeah, nah. You can't pick and choose which black woman you want to listen to, okay? I'm listening to all of them. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? It's saying, like, like, the popular conversation is, you know, um, you know, women know, listen to women. Uh, but it be the women with the craziest opinions yes. about this type of stuff. It's not, you don't see a lot of guys sitting here, you know, fist pumping to, to R. Kelly or, you know, saying free R. Kelly. It's mostly women. Like, like some of the craziest opinions I've seen about R. Kelly was from women. Saying, now, oh, yeah, we were young. We were always trying to get the older men. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy because a lot of times if a guy say something then it's like see that's the problem with america men always want to do this mm-hmm. men always want to do that but when a woman say something it's just like it it don't get discussed like that so it's just like damn like when, when are we gonna start holding each other accountable because i feel like guys hold each other accountable a little bit we're like man this stupid ass piece of shit he ain't speaking for me mm-hmm. or this ain't all guys but it seemed like I don't know, man. It's it's strange, man. I see. I feel like a lot of women be having some wild opinions on stuff women blame men for. No, a hundred percent. And it's like, look, man. Like I said before, like women have been subjugated for so long that part of me just feels like this shit just might be due for men to take it on the chin a little bit. But at the same time, it's like, look. We can't ignore the fact that if you go out in real life and talk to women about R. Kelly and Chris Brown, your conversations will sound a lot different than they do online, yeah. especially on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. A lot of women will be like, what about the girls? 
Why mm-hmm. were they fucking with R. Kelly? Why were they fucking with Chris Brown? Mm-hmm. I was talking to this girl when Mystical caught that another rape case. <laughs> and I was like, because she's from New Orleans. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're, your boy over here fucking up. And she was like, well, you knew he already had the rape case. So why was she even fucking with him? <laughs> I'm like, so that, that means she deserved to get raped? Yeah. <laughs> I guess she did get raped. So, and that's what she said, man. So, yeah. Look, the the real world is different from these Twitter arguments, man. Look, people on Twitter want an excuse to be mean to somebody. That's one thing I've learned. They want an excuse to be mean to somebody. And if it's somebody with the wrong opinion or a fucked up opinion, they're going to say all this crazy shit about them. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. But in the real world, these conversations go differently. Yeah. And I've seen it firsthand. I've been the one, like, I'm far from, like, a fucking feminist, but... I've been the one to be like, wait a minute, man. <laughs> you can't be blaming a woman for being abused here. Yeah. And these are women who are doing this. So it is what it is, man. You can't. Oh, yeah. Tab, you brought that up too. Um, Eric Holder got sentenced to six years to life in a Nipsey Hustle trial as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. Uh, R.I.P. Nipsey. Yeah, that, that was definitely, I'm not surprised. That dude got caught. Fucking dead to rights, man. He was on camera and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So, this is the tweet. I found the tweet. <laughs> so, this girl, <laughs> this girl randomly said, free R. Kelly. Damn. And then she followed the tweet by saying, people acting like R. Kelly was jumping Damn, out the bushes. look at that ratio, man. <laughs> 1,415. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. like, none of them are, like, actual retweets or all quote tweets. 1,380 quote tweets. <laughs> yeah, I know she got lit up. Yeah, I'm like, man, I was just looking at this shit. <laughs> Someone kisses. Look at this shit, man. Somebody <laughs> kill this nigga. She's talking about chick. I'm beyond praying on y'all downfall. I need to actually participate in your to make see, like, look at this fucked up shit people are saying. Yeah. I want you to die because you yes. said free R. Kelly on the internet. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I wish some of you get left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Wait, look, scroll up, scroll up. Somebody said it becomes more apparent with each passing day that some of y'all have lived long enough. It's time to pack it up. See, hey, what type of shit is like, I could never tell nobody to die, man. Right. Because <laughs> you type some words on the internet, man. Come on, dog. These people just want somebody to attack. And be yeah. mean too. Look, and and this is all women saying this. <laughs> I know we, we ain't trying to be the woman po- the woman hater podcast, but yeah. you need- <laughs> look at this, right? <laughs> and and by the way, man, we had to bring up again the fact that this is a random woman who said this, and if nobody blew it up like this, we would never have seen it. Yes. It's not like a celebrity tweeted this out, man. Yes. So somebody found it and everybody started packing on, but they just want to mean to somebody because yeah. you're putting this on people's timeline when you quote tweet it. Yes. So like <laughs> let people type stupid shit every day, man. Let this shit die out. But yeah. no, they want to be mean on the internet, man. That's what they wanted. They wanted this. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> this girl She take- needs a lobotomy. You should be stoned. <laughs> See, these, this is this is the violent threats against a woman. Why are these people not suspended? Yeah. Why are they not banned? Where's Elon Musk? Yeah. Why are people not banned? Suspend <laughs> these people. 
These yeah. are violent threats against somebody. <laughs> you want stupid ass bitch. <laughs> It's just wild, man. <laughs> nah, it's just crazy, dog. Yeah. No, nah, it, it's, it's super hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I know it's how women who look like this always have a certain look slash tone. What is, that's colorism, racism, all, all kind of isms going on there, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's they, just wild, man. Yeah, she was just a regular old person. She, she wasn't nobody Look, how many followers she got? Well, 3,000 more than me. But yeah. she's not like fucking super super famous or nothing man come on yeah but <laughs> yeah but yeah that, her to keep it up though yeah she didn't give a fuck yeah she was kind of doubling down too she was going back and forth and then i think a tweet later she was just like i muted that tweet y'all about to argue with y'all self <laughs> so she was like doubling down which I, yeah. I mean i don't know nobody that's defending r kelly and then after a couple comments yeah you know you're right yeah so you raised it, a good point. yeah that was a good point <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, at this point, if you in the R. Kelly camp, you entrenched in that shit. Yeah. You ain't moving nowhere. Yeah. Tony Scott said you should have a segment called That's What She Said. Look, I don't want to be a woman hater podcast. It's too okay, many There's of enough those of those now, bullshits on, going on around. At least I would like to have a woman present while we shit on her, okay? And her kind. Yeah. I don't want to be just these dudes who just talk about women and <laughs> and and just complain and whine and bitch and moan, man. I don't want to be that. There's enough of that yeah. going around. We got to get the right kind of woman on, too, man. Yeah, we need to fight. Because her. I feel like all the women, shout out to all the women that been on this podcast. Jasmine, we got J-Bell, mm-hmm. others. Jules, feel, the mother of the podcast. Yeah. I feel like every time, I, I feel like everyone we had on is like, oh, I'm a different type of woman. Yes. It's like we always get this, not weird, but exclusive this this woman that never do this mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. So it's yep, like, oh yep. no, oh I love I talk to all type of men. I I'm, <laughs> I never turn down dates. Just don't yep. nobody want to talk to me. It's just like I don't what? care if you don't got money. I don't <laughs> care if you broke. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we we yeah, Tony it, Scott says you need two different type of women. Maybe we do. We need like a super liberal, progressive feminist woman. We need like a a woman from the hood. Yeah, like because the ones we need it. The, the ones, the ones we get, we be like, what type of man you? I just want somebody that's God fearing. Yep, <laughs> takes care of me, loves me. Yep, <laughs> and, and it's okay. Money ain't I, an issue at all, really. Yeah, I just want somebody. About that. I just want somebody with a good vibe. <laughs> like all right that narrowed it down <laughs> like who yeah, who the hell man. ever say you know what i want somebody with a bad vibe i don't you know i, don't I wouldn't mind paying for my first date i wouldn't mind going in half <laughs> what <laughs> we get those types who yeah. are like i wouldn't mind know, going to applebee's <laughs> i wouldn't mind going dutch on the first date really you wouldn't <laughs> mind okay but <laughs> Yeah, we, we'll, we one day we'll, we gotta we'll, find somebody that that will give us some shit. Be like, yeah, we need some ammunition, okay? Like nigga, I, nigga, eat. you better pay for this two hundred dollar yeah. date. <laughs> <laughs> we did have that one girl. What was her name? That uh, the young Dolph fan. Remember her? Oh yeah, yeah, my she girl. Was, uh, she was one who was very much Neefle. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my she girl. She was Neefle. that type. Yeah. She was that type. Yeah, but I still talk to her too. She's she uh she actually working at a news station. Okay, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. 
Yeah, she 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 legit now. She ain't gonna come out with kind of podcast, man. She was talking I, too much shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anything else happened this week? It might be about time to wrap this up, man. It's been a long podcast, three hours and fourteen minutes yeah. right now. So, yeah, it's about time to wrap this one up, fellas. Time to uh, no outro music yet. I know. Yeah, we, we, we can't do the Nita Baker no I'm, more. I'm working on somebody to make an outro music, some yes. outro music too. So I just gotta ask him, <laughs> make, yes. see if he do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. we're working on production elements, yeah. man. We can't. We used to do mixes and music and shit. We can't do that shit no more because the copyright vultures done swooped in and said no. Yeah. So you know what would be crazy? So we work. I'm working on getting some music made for us, intro, outro, and I think I kind of want to get a uh, "We'll Be Right Back" type of music. Mm-hmm. But uh, how crazy would it be if we get copyrighted <laughs> for the music for sounding so damn good? I would be pissed. Be, I mean, unless somebody already claimed the copyright. Yeah, so which we they just want. gotta make sure. No, we we can't take somebody's song that they're gonna release as a single. Yeah, no, no, no. This is so. gonna, this is gonna be a gems. Like we, like I'm working on it now. It's gonna be a gems and juice intro. Yeah. So it's not gonna be like some. If some, it's an original song, there's gonna no way it's gonna be song. copyrighted. Yeah. Unless it sounds a lot like something else, which I doubt is gonna happen. Yeah. So, so this is gonna be original song. It's gonna be you know gonna have my name in it, your name in it. It's gonna have the gems and juice name in it. I don't know how it's going to sound. I think it's going to be fired because these dudes super talented. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm going to send it to you first before we premiere it. So, all right, all right, all right. I want us all to, to be, it, man. Yeah, I want us all to be embarrassed if it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. So, yes, we are working on things to have a little more juice and spice on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you all to everybody who tuned in. Of course, if you're listening other ways, we always will usually – Broadcast around like 7, 8 p.m. on Fridays on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Insta- not Instagram, but Twitter, all that stuff. So come kick it with us. Comment. We'll chop it up with you as well. Appreciate everybody who came through. Drunk, uh, Troy, uh, HRW, Tab, of course, uh, Tony Scott, all y'all who chimed in today, Mick Martinez, who said he was watching us from the Gulf of Mexico. I hope, hope he's okay, good, man. <laughs> right? Somebody said he was fishing, but you, it was like 8 o'clock at night you was yeah. fishing yeah. in the Gulf of Mexico, man. I'm worried about you. I hope you're okay. Yeah. But uh, everybody who tuned in, we appreciate y'all. And until next time, man. Peace.